and welcome to episode 409 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. My name's Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the comic series Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And the runner-up in 1982's season of The Krypton Factor, it's Tony Esmond. It's already been bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. You haven't heard it, but it's just got bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some fun and there. Why does it happen when we don't have a guest? <laughs> I know. I, I know we don't have to behave ourselves. That's all that is. Um, <laughs> so last 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 week, I got a couple of bits of feedback about what a lovely interview it was with with, with uh, Wolf last week. It was great. And then yeah. Tony, why did you then review "Fuck My Son"? The comic? <laughs> <laughs> it's like juxtaposition, isn't it? The comic juxtaposition yeah. of the serious and then the diversity of small press. That's what we're, we're recommending. Yes. Yes, that's certainly a comic that fucked my son. Oh, <laughs> I'm surprised you ain't bought it, Dan. I sort of think you were struck with it. I thought I was yeah. thinking that, you know, I was thinking, you know what, I might, <laughs> I might buy <laughs> fuck my son. <laughs> <laughs> See Mrs. Butcher's face yeah. <laughs> as the email lands. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear! Welcome On to the... the show, everyone. As you can tell, um, it's a three amigos show this week, and yeah. um, we're just going to be having some awesome comics talk. We have got. We've got a quiz, we've got some topics, we've got possibly we're going to be challenging ourselves in a comic book format. Yeah. Not, not in a wanking way. Not in a physical or mental, mental or sexual way, as Tony just mentioned there. Um, but what are we are. Thank you for saying it was sexual. <laughs> well, I just think of it as personal abuse. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way I have to go about it now. I'm 55 years old. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh dear! But how are you, Dan? I'm doing great. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, You're pretty pretty good. It's a bank holiday here in the. I'm UK. fine, thanks for asking, everyone. Hang on, thanks, I haven't got. I haven't. Got oh, right, what? right. You needy little bitch. <laughs> but <laughs> I say, as always, on a bank holiday Sunday, you like yeah. everyone likes to take it easy. My favourite thing, going down the fucking tip. You like so, going down the tip. Oh, you go down the tip a lot as well. Do I don't know where you find today. stuff to go down the tip all the time. Oh, I've got yeah. so much shit in this fucking house. No, <laughs> you, used be to, you used to be able to go to the tip and just put stuff in a bin. But now sort of people shout at you, don't you, for putting it yeah. in the wrong bin. I said, yeah. well, how am I supposed to fucking know? Well, I've well, got some stuff out today. So where's this? There's, there's massive signs that tell you where to. Not at my down. place. It's just a load of blokes shouting at you. Then trying you to sure, steal. Are you stuff. sure it's a tip, or is it just somewhere where they just drop off their bodies? <laughs> <laughs> well, they do. I'm they like, go, no, put it in here. No, put no. it in here. And then you go and put yeah. it in there, and then they they jump the in the bin and look at what you put <laughs> yeah. in. There. Don't steal yeah. it. Oh, I uh, was putting some shit in there, and then the guy said, "I said, can you put this in here?" No, no, no. You got to go down hard plastics, mate. I was like, "It's fucking down there." So I had to drive back round and get hard plastics. Drive back the... round. How big is this tip? You can only drive in the tip. You can't get out and move the stuff. You got to drive to the bit where you put in the stuff. Oh, in. right, that's fucking. Uh, it's annoying. So I was More putting for green all this things, but that's stuff in, and this guy was like a couple of feet away from me. One of the people working, he was kind of looking down at his feet, and he's like, "All right, son, how you doing? Have a good day." And I was looking at him, who's he fucking talking? Are you talking to like a Bluetooth headset or something? And I looked at him, and went, "You talking to me?" He went, "Yeah." I was like, oh, sorry, I thought he was on the phone. Well, now he got no one to ring up. <laughs> Dan made a friend at the yeah, tip. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I ain't got no women to ring up. He was like, bloody women. I was like, oh, my yeah. God. Oh, no, here we go. Oh, here we go. That's what he was saying. No one of life. Dan, like, Dan, right. Dan says, I know he can get women, and off oh, they go. He, he yeah. binned off all of those stacks of razzle and then made a <laughs> Yeah. Really, really. 
now he's got that regret standing there thinking, exactly. how am I going to see naked yeah. girls now? What's well, the internet, I, Dan? Show me the internet. I always look at the, there's a TV bit where they throw the TVs and monitors, and I was like, oh, mate, have you checked any of these, these work? Because uh, there's a fucking 42-inch screen. Like, why would he not take that out and take it out? Why would you yeah. tell da- Dan? <laughs> rich people, <laughs> innit? Don't know what yeah. they're doing. Rich people, innit? So, yeah. Just throw stuff away. Bloody rich people. Oh, dear. But it's but enough about going. tip adventures. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that no, was good though. Tip moment. Tony, just, just the yeah. tip. That's what we're going to yeah, call just that the tip. That's what we're going to have. <laughs> Any time one of us goes to the tip, because I tell you what, it is a thoroughly satisfying experience. You feel yeah. like a great weight has left. <laughs> when you throw that big box of VHS tapes, over, yeah, you think, yeah. Well, there goes might... those episodes of, uh, you know, El Dorado. El Dorado <laughs> <laughs> that I never watched. Yeah, there goes that slider season five that we got round to. <laughs> So the one that doesn't have the bloke have uh, Stand By Me in it. Yeah, that's the one that's sort of filmed against the curtain. It's got Malari, what's his name? Londo Malari from um, Babylon 5 in it. God. Nice. That really, that really went off. Peter Jurassic. Out. Fucking hell, where'd I get that from? Peter Jurassic. <laughs> what? That's his name in real life, Peter Jurassic. Oh, okay. He's got a second well. name Jurassic. I think so. That's no, it's my memory. Yeah. That's yeah. a great series, Babylon 5. About to announce it, aren't they? The remake? Yeah. Okay, you're going to remake Very it. excited. Yeah, how was your week, Tony? How are you feeling today? Are you all right? I'm feeling all right, yeah. And, uh, busy week at work. Read So I've just like literally read loads of comics. Uh, chatting to my mate Nora, who's not well today, so big shout out to Nora. Um, our football team won. Up Darmstadt FC, 3-0 today. Come on, the lads. I don't know anything about football. Dan, but no, Dan, me neither. Dan, I'm so confused by most of the things that Tony's saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking Greek. I don't know nothing yeah. about football. I don't, I don't like English football teams. I just support this German team. Oh, fair enough. They're my favourite team now. Yeah. Um, yeah, otherwise that, yeah, I've done a lot of reading of comics this weekend. But I've ripped through the... Um, what, more than usual? Uh, yeah, I've read about oh, 40 Christ. comics today. Four, That's pretty good. How many today? About 40 today. Fuck it. I thought you said four. You gotta get the app, guys. You gotta get the Marvel and yeah. DC apps. That's what you need. Well, the DC app's slow though, man. The Marvel apps a lot faster. It's a lot, it's a lot more. You... Can you download it straight to the device, or do you have to like download? You can, it? yeah, you can download it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But you can, you can just stream it, man. That's why I do it. You know. Yeah. So easy in it. So, what was your flavor of Marvel today, then? Well, I'm rereading my way through the X Men from um from when Hickman took over. Um, oh wow okay like a little project I've read most of it but I'm just going through reading it so I read um, the whole of the Marauders series well I'm just looking at it now Uh, I reread a book that me and Al are talking about on NIA this week so I reread that Um, what else here Uh, some Thor I read some Thor Um, I caught up on uh, some of the Gone Tower from Mr Hopkins as well today Um, I reread my two recommends and some X-Men and the ambassadors. Um, You're and... a fucking machine. Yeah, yeah I don't had a good know. day. Good day today. Chunking through it. Yeah. yeah, nice and quiet. Walk the dog. Blah blah. You know. That's what know. the weekend. That's what a bank holiday weekend's yeah. all about. But wherever you are it... in the world, of course, no matter where you listen to us, we hope you. No, no, no. What about you, V? Yeah, okay? I've just been killing people. I've been killing people, and I can't talk about. Have uh... <laughs> you had sex sexcapades? Have you had sexcapades again this weekend? Uh, not this. Not this. I know week. you like to perform like a tyrannosaurus at weekends. What? <laughs> what the fuck? What, the you mean I only notice backs. people when they move? <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are dead anyway, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been, it's been a nice, a chilled out weekend. I've been um, occasionally just watching a 
few films here and there. I tell you, one film I watched earlier today. And then right. you guys, we'll get into look. We'll get into the sponsorship ad in a moment. We're just shoot, we're shooting the breeze. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. I told you about the film there. I watched today, didn't I? Yes, and we're not. Yeah, that sounds pretty heavy. Yeah, well, that's another NIA tie-in, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. But I watched Men of War. Oh, yeah. is that the old nineties one? That's yeah, got... the Dolph Dolph Lundgren. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've not had, seen this one. You've not I think seen. I watched that's that when a, it came out. Uh, that surprised yeah. me. Yeah, that it was on Amazon Prime. But I remember, like, you know, when video rentals were a thing. You know, down your local shop or whatever, and you would just try any old film, wouldn't you? You just yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I remember it being. Um, was it on Prime or something? Yeah, it's on Prime. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, it's obviously it's got that sort of nineties feel about it. But it's a uh, not bad little watch. It's Good quite crack. dark. Oh, yeah, a bit okay. dark in places. It's one of those things of like lots of that. Lots of the main characters die. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it gets Excellent. to the point where it's like, oh Christ, I don't know who. Well, was you die. Apart from Dolph Lundgren, because obviously uh, he's a machine. He's a machine. Yeah. Uh, I told you when I met him, didn't I? That time. Yeah, that's a fantastic mm. story, too. Yeah, love yeah, it. He's right. It's nice. Yeah, a lovely chap. I tried to quickly tell you. I watched. I watched the movie that's a remake of a Tezuka comic from 1973 called um, Barbara and in it it has a lot of shades people wearing shades it's got a lot of cool jazz and they go to an orgy and at the end it's got necrophilia and cannibalism in it that's good isn't it yeah that's like a good bank holiday weekend that's what you want on a bank holiday weekend isn't it really just uh, just chilled out Sunday afternoon reading an X-Men run and uh, (laughs) a bit of cannibalism cannibalism cannibalism. just one bite it's not a big load it just eats one mouthful but, but, yeah. what, but there's also necrophilia as well, wasn't there, Tony? So, um, yeah, yeah, but you know, mm. okay. So, thank the, you to the, our the sponsors, dead body's there, House. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't, 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 just <laughs> don't, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know that joke perennially goes through my head whenever anyone says necrophilia. You know the joke. <laughs> Tell you what, is no. a joke. I wasn't until sponsors. someone told me that well, one. You, look. Uh, Look, I'm going to have to edit this bit out if you don't both shut up. Okay. <laughs> I'll save he my uh, necrophiliac joke till the end of the show. Okay. Oh, good idea. well, that's something to look forward to, yeah. isn't it, folks? Definitely. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> what about Comic House, Vince? Come on, spit it out, mate. What's going on? Well, one thing that won't go cold is Comic House <laughs> because it's a piping hot indie comic marketplace. That's, is that good? Yeah. yeah <laughs> it loves good. indie comics as much as we do. <laughs> There is a huge selection of titles on the Comic House database. If you self-publish, you can also list your book on there. Another avenue to get your work and your comics out. Dan's got a picture of a train on his screen. Yeah. He's currently on Zoom, yeah. He had to change his image to that of a train. It looks like a Thomas Tank Engine train, but I think it's it's less... Is it a Thomas Tank Engine? It looks a bit too sophisticated. It's it's a proper train, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, um... Tommy Tank Engine. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Thomas Tank Engine ever ran on time? I've not watched that. I'm not a fucking four-year-old, so I don't watch Thomas Tank Engine. They've che- uh, I've on. said that, you know, obviously I read the Daily Mail religiously. <laughs> uh, don't, they, make they, me, don't make me kick <laughs> you off this call. They, they, uh, they changed the name of the Fat Controller, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, he's not the Fat Controller anymore. He's got What's like he called proper, now? He's got a proper name. I can't remember. Right. Brian, I think. Yeah. Please, if you if you've ever worked in a workplace like a kind of a blokey workplace, and one of the bosses been slightly overweight, they've all they, there's someone called them that name. Yeah, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, they're fat, that. Alan. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we had a bloke. He was, you know, you heard the the BFG. He was the BFC. That was regularly what we used to call him. 
God. <laughs> that's that's leveling up one that that's pretty fucking savage. <laughs> oh, <dear>. Comic house. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well done. Get on Comic House, it's good. Yes, they have an app. It's like Netflix for comics subscription service, three pounds a month. You get access to an enormous and ever growing library of digital indie comics that we've talked about in the past, present, future, some of our work, there's some of our guest work and more. Mm. So go to comichouse.com to start your 14-day <laughs> free trial and sort of just find out more about indie comics. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it to you now. Viper, mm. Crimson Dawn, when should I put that on Comic House? Well... I'd give it another month at least, yeah. if it was me. Yeah. Have, um, Dan, or Kickstarter, right? Has, yes. it all been, has it all been fulfilled? It's all been fulfilled. Uh, someone came in very late with their reward that they didn't ask for, but that's going through it's all been fulfilled if you listen to this and you haven't had your issue uh, i have asked you for those details but send them through and i'll get it out to you asap but as far as where everyone's got it yeah i'm going to say another month mate that's what i'm yeah. going to say fair play yeah yeah i would say compare it to something like the the dc or the marvel app which is like three three or four months later yeah, that's a good get... shout yeah. 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 yeah 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 i think it's I a think weird one because rule of thumb isn't it really across the board yeah isn't it? i think it feels like I've yeah. been working on that project. At least, literally, been years working on that. So it's kind of yeah. It's just been with you for a while, isn't it? Yeah, you want to move on as well. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it, you know, it's uh, what, comics or any kind of creative endeavor. We you work on it for so long, and you, it's it's seemingly sort of everything. Then it's yeah. out, and then you've got like a short window before it's onto the next thing. Yeah, which is a it's a it's a crazy way to be, but that's that's the way it it's is, it? like you said because I, I was working on that for fucking years mm. it's kind of like in the zeitgeist for a couple of weeks and then it's kind of gone yeah it's the nature of comics and it yeah. and it's the hotness for a couple of weeks and what's it's, next it's yeah. gone yeah, yeah, yeah. works across the board doesn't it we're just with media now because it's yeah it's, it's, it's about, quicker and quicker now isn't it? yeah 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 which is probably why those um like the marvel app is like we just need to make it available as soon as possible mm. to make, make the most well, of it. Well, yeah, DC's like a month. They've started putting some stuff out straight away on the DC amp, mm. if you've got the ultra level. Um, so, so in terms of breaking it down, in terms mm. of when it's available, Tony, with, yeah. with these apps, and I, and I asked this um, on behalf of myself, and there's probably a lot of uh, other listeners who haven't got the app yet. Yeah. <clears throat> so you get you get the app, you get access to what exactly? So two, let's talk, talk about the two specific ones, that are the big ones. So the Marvel app, yeah. um, they don't have a, an, an, what's called the ultra tier, which is the, the faster delivery. They just have everything is available from, I think it's like four months later. So okay. four issues, three or four issues later, you get the issue, which is the reason <laughs> I now read literally everything that Marvel put out, apart from the um, one series of books, which we'll talk about later. Um so I kind of I'm across everything in Marvel because I read it all, but I might be on some on some of them on three months later. Um, and you get a catalog, catalog of whatever they put on there. And it is an awful lot. So there's stuff that's missing. Uh, for example, they uh, but every week you see the new stuff. They put a lot of new stuff on it every week, but they also start putting older issues on there as well. So, for example, they're putting Sleepwalker. Remember that two that um, yeah. comic series? Yeah, they started putting oh, that on there. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one I wanted to because I never really sort of read any of that, but I've been kind of intrigued by it and wanted to. I read the first it. issue of that, and that's a good setup issue, man. Mm. Really good. Yeah, really nice little series. That went for quite and, a few issues, didn't it? As well, I think. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, yeah. But um, so so they'll start putting series on there, but you might find. So, for example, they've just put the first issue of Sleepwalker on there, but you might find that issue seven's on there already because it's a crossover with another series. Okay, so you might gotcha. find there's the odd issue on there as well 
but there's mate there's so much on there to read you'll you'll never get to the end of it and i like it because i almost I, I have like a notebook of everything i read and i like set myself projects so i'm setting myself projects for this marvel this x-men read at the moment you know previously i read all of the um green arrow comics solo series i did that around christmas so you can on, on the dc one that was but the marvel's good marvel's a lot faster it's a lot of um more interactive the dc app is um there's two tiers you can get the normal app which is the same as marvel like three four months later um or you can pay for the ultra app which gives you a lot of stuff on there that isn't on there plus so there's a lot of vertigo titles on there that aren't on the normal tier but it also gives you a comics the comics one month after release right <laughs> but there are odd things like the unstoppable doom patrol which um is the second issue's just come out um which is good um that was on the first issue of that hit the app at the same time it hit the shops and i don't think that was an ultra tiered issue so there's they're experimenting with putting them in the shops and on the the app at the same time i think on the odd occasion but the ultra tier i think it's like say 80 quid a year or something does give you a lot of stuff that you wouldn't get otherwise um and but i'm finding the dc app a lot slower loading than the marvel app also i keep losing and having to sign back in, I've probably spoken to um, the old, you know, the the app people, you know, you, you can email three or four times at this point. It just keeps booting you out. I said, I can't get onto the ultra <laughs> tier. I've, I've paid for it. You know, this is my second year of paying for it. Why can't I get into it? And they're, oh, oh, we're having trouble with that one. You know, well, no, of course, they don't say that the first time, do they? They say, oh, have you tried logging in and logging out? Again? Oh, yeah. Well, shit. You know, yeah. so, all right, okay. Cancelling the app and then reinstalling it. So I did that yeah. twice. And I said to him, I still can't get to these issues, you know, these four issues. And they went, oh, I've checked and we're having problems with those. And I'm like, oh, uh, could have told me that when I didn't spend two hours, you know, messaging. Fucking around. You know. um, <clears throat> so I don't find that as user-friendly, although there is still absolutely bucket loads of stuff on there. And they're both well worth the money. If okay. you're prepared to read, a, if you've got an iPad or, a, you know, a digital reader like that, they're mm. fucking perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> with, that in, with that in mind... Mm. Um, in terms of the wait for um, when these things become available on the app, yeah, do you? Th- how do you think like comic stores should price physical issues if they've got anything later? Do you know what I mean? Because if there's a four month yeah. window and it's available on the app, do you think that the, the after after four months, your average Marvel or DC title should just be like a dollar? Just all you know, because essentially, what what that essentially means is, the physical product is losing value. Um, it is, not yeah. Ne- not, I think ne- they... not necessarily the vintage. The I'm not talking about those those big collector issues, um, yeah. which obviously have that historical relevance. But just like the standard new comics every week, there's there's essentially after four months, there's no value to them. Is that, that, it can be that. I don't know say. what the numbers are like on the app, but I agree with you, mm. man. I think there's there's definitely a case for that. Yeah. Um. And I don't mind saying I'm reading that. You know, I can't buy all those comics. I don't mind saying to people in the shop, I'm yeah. I'm reading that on the app. I don't yeah. care really. You know. No, yeah. If they, yeah. If they want to, you know, charge me four quid a comic, then that's down to them. Yeah. 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 It's just but, it's just, uh, it's just intriguing how these sort of things are also a, a variable sort of knock on effect. In some ways, they can be to to the publishing model, aren't they? You know, because oh, big time, yeah, yeah. They need mm-hmm. to sort out the publishing model. We've said that before, and they need to sort out the pay or, pay on return or return or the, you know this sort of thing going on as well. But the thing is, like for example, if I'm reading a book, you know, I've, if I I go in once almost every week, most or every two weeks to the comic shop. Say for example, I missed a week and I'm on holiday, so I, I'm picking up three weeks at a time. If I don't read all those comics on that day or that week, 
they're going to be in the ultra tier on the DC app anyway. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of it's only a you, month behind. You you kind of the ones you're buying though, they're like the ones you want to keep, not only just a read. little bit. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, I know. <clears> I kind of try and like a mug that I am. I try and support the comic shop as well a little bit. Um, you know, I yeah. regret. You know, I've never not got um the X Men or the Avengers or Detective as a physical copy. You know, yeah. in any of Paulis or any attendance at a comic shop. So I I, I kind of have a a problem cancelling them. It got a bit hairy around fucking COVID, didn't it? When yeah, all shut you, and you had that r- ridiculous uh, service, the the one over the oh, post. That, that was just and like comics didn't arrive for like a month and things sometimes. Yeah. And I was saying, where where are they? You know, uh, I just don't think they appreciate the mentality of us collectors, you know, and how fucking mental we are. You know, well, yeah, what the fuck? I mean, like three weeks for not the, the you order something and it doesn't turn up. I mean, yeah, it's got to be that week. If you if you're running a, a system where you're posting it out, it's got to be you've got to post it on the Tuesday night when you or Wednesday morning when you get them. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no point to it. No. You know. I think we're speaking of the apps. I think we're going to hit a point soon where you're going to start seeing reviews double tiered. So I think reviews of people who don't get comps are going to get um, reviewed as a physical copy, and then people won't buy them. So, but they'll read them on the app. So you'll start getting reviews that are maybe three months later. I think we're going to start seeing that soon. Right, okay, yeah. that'd be interesting. Yeah. Do you think that um, might inspire more honesty with a review? Or I think so. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there won't be that, um, if if it's reviewing from the app, which you know, you're getting subscription for or whatever, does that mean a less chance of like, I need to say nice things so I'm still on their yeah. list? I think I think there's a, the, there's that around comps, but there's also around the I've spent money on this, so I need to make sure that it looks like I've spent money on the right thing. I think there's double thing on that as well. So either you either you're paying for it or you're getting it as a comp. But if it's just, I mean, Perch said this last year, didn't he? He said by May this year, um, DC and Marvel will go day date on their apps, and it's yeah. getting closer. I think he was yeah. a bit pre- presumptuous about you know about about it happening so soon, but I think it's definitely going to happen. I, I'd say this year. Depends really, how the DC okay. model goes. Yeah, they're obviously pushing it. Um, so just like you, you, there's a certain tier you buy and you, that you get there on the app when the comics. Yeah, out. so you'll you you know you'll go Wednesday <laughs> morning on your app and they'll be there. I can't imagine yeah. why that's not going to happen. I know, I know. I really, really don't. Plus, but... they know they've got that in their pocket. It's not going through a shop. They're not, you know. That's just pure that yeah. regular pure amount. Profit, yeah, it's like, like yeah. subscribers to 2000 AD, isn't it? They know they're <clears throat> yeah. getting that every month. You know, a lot of your overheads are being lost. So yeah, and yeah. for the for the, I mean, a lot of this is, you know, it's couch quarterbacking, isn't it? It's sort of like you yeah, know, yeah. backseat driving, you know, um, that kind of thing. But with that kind of model, it's almost like that if they if the books all kind of go digital, but then they put extra effort into collected editions and push, you know, like like graphic novels and stuff, rather mm. than just shit them out <laughs> on like pretty sometimes fairly shoddy printing yep. and yeah, the way they are, you know, to really sort of like make them collectible pieces because that's what the, that's what the books are, aren't they? You know, the books that's what they're always... becoming, man. Yeah. Put them in a bag. Yeah, um, we can segue into your comment here, uh, your question, T. It seems a good point. Well, like, I wondered you... whether this... I was, I was thinking that, Dee, but I was also going to say, is it worth us mentioning our trip to the comic shop as part of this conversation? Okay, sure, yeah. Because yeah, I know we you you said last week we might talk about it this week, and I was just yeah. thinking with you saying about that. Yeah. It was kind of... Because I'm, I'm a like a weekly warrior, but you hadn't been in a comic shop for a while. Ages. And I was just, yeah, just sort of interested in seeing what you thought about how it had changed and stuff, you know. 
so we went into Gosh first, then it would been went over to Forbidden Planet. Gosh yeah. hadn't changed that much. I, I, no, one of the things I really liked about yeah. Gosh, it's already really well presented. There's tons of stuff there, tons of variety. Uh, I, I, I have a hard time sort of saying a bad thing about Gosh the way it's set up because yep. it's fucking. It's, great. A sh- it's a shame that the the monthly comics are downstairs. I'll say that. Yeah, you know they enough. got they got to make money, and they I suppose so they. Got, I think it's know. always been like that. When I've since I've known it, I'm not sure they've. Ever well, in its it. old venue, it wasn't. In its old venue, yes, it was the opposite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh lovely shop. I couldn't uh, just. It's a joy to go in there and look around. If I had like yeah. an unlimited budget or a lot of money, I'd be fucking in heaven. Uh, really, going. We so we went back over to Forbidden Planet. The yeah. top floor is like the 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 tat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean action that figures. Yeah. To be fair, we couldn't even be bothered to walk around the nah. top floor, could we? We just action figures, down. t-shirts, posters. Falpy just went, oh, fuck all this, I'm waiting outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so we went downstairs, and when you go downstairs in uh, the Shaftesbury Avenue, is it Shaftesbury Avenue it's on? Yeah. Or just off yeah. of Shaftesbury Avenue. Avenue. You get, like, the, the sale bits down the, the bottom, bit, which is always nice. But what was more shocking is the Western comics, like the uh, US superhero stuff, it's got, like, one bay of yeah. comics, and it used to dominate about a third of the floor new comics yeah it's um yeah that's recent as well i'm going to say that's within the last couple of months okay and the rest of it now is manga manga and trades there's still quite a big trade section yes yeah and like omnibuses and hardbacks and stuff like that which is where the sale bit is but the actual sort of wednesday warrior new releases comic stuff is very very small and for those who used to go in there it's the one that's opposite the cash deal that used to be dvds yeah there yeah so it's kind of like th- this one bay and the rest of it, like in the, the comics bit is manga and obviously you get the, 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 the trades and stuff, but I could not believe how much manga there was. Yeah. Was loads like, there. yeah. If you go into a local, my local book, Waterstones, there's like three, four, three, uh, entire bookcases of manga, one shelf of yeah. Western comics. This yeah. is the equivalent of that in Forbidden Planet. It's th- yeah. There's been totally um, fucking, sweat. we were the only people in the, I was going to say that, man. Do you remember I actually commented up to you, didn't I? I said, look, fucking mate, we're the only people standing in this. Couldn't have been a busier time for the shop, could it? Saturday afternoon. Going to be the busiest. Saturday afternoon. London, it was a lovely day. There was absolutely loads of people out and there was just no one in. I mean, at that time of day before, I've seen them, you had to queue outside because they were so busy inside. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But there was nobody in that bay apart from us larking about. Right. Let's not beat around the bush. Um, and of course, on this show, it's all just personal opinions and, and what we're thinking as, as we're experiencing it. Why do you think that is? They're too expensive. Yeah. Okay. And they're a bit tatty, to be fair. They've, they've been. It, it was not a tidy area. No. Yeah. Like the 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 set. We've said this before about the 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 cover stock is now the same as the interior of the book. Yeah. It's not like you don't get like a, a couple of uh, GSM more on the cover. Uh, and this yeah. is like better part of so, five pound a comic, and you yeah. can walk around the corner and buy like My Hero Academia, one of those books. And they do three for two. In yeah, and they're they're a fiver. Yeah. yeah, and so like, you can buy. Yeah, yeah, and some of these. That's the thing is uh, that I think is the difference between usually the indies and like the mainstream comics and stuff. The mainstream uh, charging a mainstream price, um, but the the quality of the final product. Especially in like the printing of books and stuff, I love going to a graphic novel section in like a bookshop and just just sometimes just you know shelf porn, just looking at the way yeah, the yeah, yeah. book is printed, the yep. hardcovers, you know the the 
feel of the the paper and the the book design and everything indie comics across the board wins hands down on that mm. normally when yeah. i'm picking up a major like just say one of the big two or, or you know one of the bigger books it's usually because it's um i can't think of a correct way to term it maybe a legacy book do you know like i, I spot a a glorious hardcover that's just a collection of steve ditko's spider-man do you know what I mean? Which yeah. is which yeah, has yeah, been yeah. been designed to be like this is a collector's item sort of thing. I'm yeah. not. I'm rarely looking. I when I look across, especially when you look at the spines of a book, a lot of the Marvel ones, and these that's the thing is, I'm missing out on a lot of fantastic arcs, titles, series that that are it do exist on in these companies. Because a lot if of the you, time, if you walk the up to the shelf out, do they? They no, don't they don't. That. And that's the thing. If you walk up and look at the shelves in there, you go, I haven't got a clue where I'm meant to read. Yeah. You can't... Every series gets rebooted after fucking 20 issues. Yeah. There's a load of, like, issue twos there. I don't know what I'm meant to be rereading. It's a mess. Some some issues seem to have too many variant covers. covers. Do you think there's yeah. too many variant yeah. covers in comics today? Full stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I actually think... I don't remember... I said this on the Drink and Draw. I said it to you guys last week, is... I think we. I think you guys, because I'm slightly older than you. You guys are the last generation of nostalgia buyers. So right. I think maybe, maybe a little bit before you, maybe sort of forty year olds, because nobody else below that, nobody in their thirties, cares about Teen Titans hardback from nine. No, no. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. they're, that's they're draining. They're fucking. I feel like I'm a frog being slowly boiled, and I don't notice the temperature yeah. going up. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. yeah. The the thing is there are those in every you know in every generation there are those people who love the, you know that like the older books and will find out about that discover it you know and like, it's rare you, though isn't it they, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You, yeah you could be listening now and you whatever age you are you could have discovered this and like collecting the older books but like you say Tony it's a rarity they're not and also they're not marketing to the, the there's people. so much new media being pumped out i mean what kids going to want to jump back to like a 90s 70s 80s comic yeah. and yeah but that's exactly. where the money is. I think yeah. they're, what they're doing is they're putting the high value stuff out to them, and then they're trying to sell to this made up audience they think want to see but what they're putting in yeah. the monthlies. Yeah. I you know. don't understand a lot of the time. The thing that boggles, boggles my mind, and this may be a, a slight offshoot of what we're talking about, is the way that they. I know you have to plan comics so far in advance, you have to plan everything so far in advance, don't you? But when a major thing comes out, it could be a Netflix series. It could be a Disney Plus series. It could be a fucking movie. How many times have I read that the character that's going to be on the big screen has just fucking died? Mate, yeah. I saw, mate it, <laughs> it happens. It happens over and over. It's Captain America. It's yeah. Iron Man. It's a I'm Thor. Sure. Yeah, there's no like... correlation between the films and the comics. There's like, it's almost like they know that there's no audience crossover. People who go to see the films will not buy the comics. And I'm, yeah. you know, I, if you remove uh, whatever feelings you have towards these characters and you and you treat them as the dreaded word IP, as you treat them as product, what fucking madness is that? To sort of say, oh, we've got a Barbie, Barbie movie coming out. You can't get Barbie on the shelves anymore because she's dead. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, no. But one of the things I'm looking around on the 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 shelves, right? You want to flog units. You want to sell comics. So yeah. You're going to do like the most the the characters that are like people want to read. And yeah. like, there's a great big stack of Hellcat issue one. I <laughs> know there wasn't there. And it's yeah, like, yeah. who the fuck's going to buy that? Like, I, mean, I, I can't ways. see anyone clamoring to buy yeah. Hellcat. Yeah. And then like the same with Captain Marvel. 
There's absolutely a wodge of them on the shelves. I mean, not we, moving. We'd whinge about it, but I would understand it more if there were so many comics all about whatever happens to be on the big screen that that weekend. Do you yeah, know what I mean? it's just not was, though, man. There's no cool. <laughs> yeah. I actually it's think like it's too. Do you remember when we started this pod? In some ways. But, when we started this pod, yeah. you know, things were coming out and we would talk about the movies. Oh, I remember us talking about the first so Doctor Strange movie because yeah. we, it was it was the same hobby. Comics yeah. and the movies from the comics was part of our lives. But mm. now the movies is and being a, in a Marvel fan, for example, I guarantee you out of 100 people you asked in the high street, are you a Marvel fan? They'd say yes. They wouldn't have read a comic. No. Probably 99% of them wouldn't have read a comic. I mean, for me, that's fine. But like... But it's two I, separate it's hobbies com- now. It's complete, yeah, it's know. completely different hobbies. There's no because n- neither is supported either. You know, the comics don't support the release of the movies, and the movies most certainly don't re- support the release of the comics. Yeah, it's become just two strands. You know? I know it's a bit of a side issue, but I've said like I'm playing that Marvel's uh, Midnight Suns game through, and yeah. I said if you're a fan of like the Marvel comics, you'll get this a lot more than sort of the average person because there's so much yeah. lore from the comics yeah. in this, not the films. Yeah. That you say, oh, wow, look, it's fucking magic. It's talking about Limbo and stuff like that. And, and you they can do that. Like... I would say with the video games and stuff, I know the Spider-Man games, they went like, they did, they deep dived, didn't they? And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it really, it, it really but... pays off when you kind of, you know, you, you love these characters for years and years since kids. And then like, they're getting like the, 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 the respect that they they deserve and the gravitas is, it's really rewarding. But like you guys are Comics. The films in the comics are just completely yeah. separate entities. One of the guys at work is, um, he's not a comic fan, but his kids love the TV series and the movies. And a couple of years ago, um, there's, there's a couple I work with, a husband and wife, and they would say, um, oh, what's that? What's all that about? Well, who's Moon Knight then, Tony? Tell us about Moon Knight so we can impress the kids. You know what I mean? Um, okay. And then I was chatting to um, one of them in the pub the other day, and he says, the movies have gone rubbish. Yeah. He says, since Endgame, well, he's, you know, he didn't say Endgame. He says, what's the one where they all come back and Thanos, they quite, cut his head off and that? And I went, oh, yeah, Endgame. He said, everything's been rubbish since then. And I went, oh, okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, got, Don't understand. That's like, like an outsider's opinion. So they're going the way of the Western, man. They, they, I, yeah. I, I tried to watch that Shazam movie this morning. I had to keep turning off. So it was annoying me. But the, uh, I think they're going the way of the Western soon. You know. I don't understand with the, the Marvel stuff is like you've got so much history and so many great stories to to plunder from years and years and years. And then you're like, no, we're going to go for like uh, Miss Marvel and all these modern characters and Riri Williams that don't really have any good stories. So we're going to go, uh, why? Why it's not? Just no, do... I don't feel the passion in them anymore. No. It's just, I don't yeah. feel the passion. Do Craven's fucking last hunt. Do... Anything. Well, Craven's coming. Craven's coming. Let's stop the movie talk. <laughs> there. We know. Yeah, we know. We know someone working yeah. on. We know someone working on a Craven movie. Okay, uh, I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah, one of yeah. our buddies. Yeah, yeah. but uh, okay. I, I think generally, like we're, we're trying to sort of keep stuff positive. I think just because Marvel and DC may be faltering, there's still like so much fucking so much stuff. Mate, so that's much. the thing with the app. There's so much on that app. So I much good stuff. Absolutely fucking love it reading that app because i can mm. pick and choose and read runs and you know like room world's captain america or something like that yeah, you know yeah, so it. would you say though like um but for if you want to read some mainstream comics you would hardly sort of say just get just get the apps rather than the weekly you know if you want to try it out just get the app rather than the apps yeah yeah get the app and go for like do a new warrior read because let's say i picked up that essential New Warriors run and it was like over one hundred pounds for the uh, omnibus. The omnibus, sorry. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck off! I ain't fucking <laughs> that. No way. I know. 
Yeah, I, although felt, I, if you if you see my background, I know you got a few. fucking four hundred of them. Blinded, I just felt yeah, like yeah. I, I couldn't, in good faith, buy it. I felt like I'd be I was getting bent over over it if I bought it. Well, you never know what will happen one day, man. I bought the, I bought the Master of Kung Fu ones, and uh, now you can't fucking get them for loving the money on the app because uh, someone They're forgot to fucking right. renew the, the license. But um, so some things might disappear. But yeah, yeah, but there's also that interesting news, wasn't it, about like you you won't be able to get Marvel comics on the Comicsology. Oh, okay. So their transfers are coming. All, they're transferring all your purchases over to the comics over uh, their app, aren't they? Their app. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's is good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I was only reading something today about like digital purchases, and someone said no, but it will still all all be there. And everyone's like, no, because like they, they they have a possibility of going, and it has happened in the past, and it will happen in the future. Well, look at the way they swap round uh, they swap round licenses. Well, look at Star Wars or Conan or something yeah. like that. You know, they 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 come and go, don't they? A bit as well. Yeah. I think. You know, you got to be careful with it. Yeah. So luckily, Longbox Mountain will keep me in reading yes. material if it all goes. You know. And there's loads of small press indie creators out there. Like it's it's such a good time to sort of be into comics and like with the accessibility of stuff online. Yeah. I, I go through Twitter and Facebook and I see people like I'm having a sale on my indie comic. I've got it on this gum road here for like three dollars, and it's like right, yeah, I'm going to have that. I'm going to give it a go. Maybe total crap, but and that's a chance for me to plug book. Aces Weekly. Aces Weekly is a good read as well. Oh, there yeah, you go. It's worth doing it. We don't mention that enough, I think. Give it a punt. Loads yeah. of experimental stuff on there. Mm. Yeah, I really like yeah. it. Um, which, in some ways, segues through to one of the things, uh, Tanya, you were talking about in terms of comics reading. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, well, so what do we, we do? We, we, we did... really wanted to be positive this week, and we've already had a rant. Yeah. We noticed that. We were no, 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 no. Well, should we do? Should we do the format one first? Because that's something. Yeah, yeah, format. Well, yeah, we've yeah, touched yeah. on that a bit. To be yeah, fair, yeah. right? So I posed a question to the boys in the week. Uh, you have to choose a single comics format as the only one you can read for the rest of your life. And there's a, there's when you start thinking about it, there's a lot. You know, web comic, graphic, the single graphic novel. You know, BD format, monthly, weekly annuals webcomic yeah there's a lot you know infinite yeah. comic there's yeah. a lot of formats yeah. motion um, comic no, no i was picking that yeah. when, <laughs> when you say bd format how is how is that different to like so you know like one a hardback yeah more like a hard part of a series but it's a hardback that comes out once a year maybe once every two years or something okay. like that yeah so you know something like asterix you know mm, yeah or, uh, Hergé's Adventures of Tintin, or you know something like that. Even something like uh, Eagles of Rome, which was what five volumes, you know, yeah. one one came out every year. Something like that, you know. Hmm. So you have to choose. Shall I go first? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I'm. Oh, this may be my age speaking, and <laughs> it's um, <laughs> still still can though. Um, <laughs> but the uh, I'm going to say weekly comics. Because wow, okay, I can go into the. I used to get them from a news agents. You go in every week, and you can get like ten weekly comics. You get that little bite of stories, hmm. you know, like the Marvel UK. I'm thinking more of, you know, where you get. So you're thinking about five like pages, a, yeah, five to ten page story, you know, a bit like the 2008 AD format. To be yeah. fair, yeah, yeah, okay, but yeah. There's a variety of them. I can pre-order, get them from news agents. I would get, you know, ten weeklies every week, and I would just sit at home and read them, and then. By, by the time, you know, Sunday came again, they'd all be back again and I'd get them again, you know, like that. Mm. And I like that constant turnaround, constant wheel that you're running around like a hamster, reading the stories, reading the stories, reading the stories. Yeah. I think sometimes, especially with them, um, even with monthlies or so-called monthlies, some of them don't come out regularly on a month, do they, from some companies. I think I'm waiting too long for them. Um, and I don't get much of a read when they do come out these days because, you know, decompression and 
number of short number of pages in a monthly. I would rather have that weekly cycle. That's where I sit on it. Right. That's my answer. What about you guys? Damn, what mine you... would be uh, trades. Okay. Trades. So, like, you know, I'm trying to think, like, Morrison's new X-Men run, where, yeah. like, each book collects, what, like, five issues? So How regular would they be, dude? Once, mm, I don't know, once, twice. Every three times a lady. Three times a lady. Every, yeah, yeah, every, every one or two <laughs> months, something like that. Oh, and so then, a trade uh, every two months? Yeah. Like but it would be different stories. Issues. So one month it might be Iron Man, next month it might be X Men, or what? Is it... No, so like that would be the same story. But then I, I could grab other trades if I was interested in that character. Do you know what I mean? So it'd be like every other month would be a trade of say X Men, and then there'd also be other trades out of various other characters. But like every 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 other month, I could get like a trade of that that so story. Like a hundred pages of X Men. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd that be different eyes, I'm guessing, man, for that, wouldn't it? As well, yes, definitely, yeah. But yeah. like the same writer seeing it through, or or, or something like that. Uh, okay. It's kind of the collector mentality. I don't think I'd like kind of the Bond destination. I, w- I wouldn't mind the Bond destination model. Like, say stuff came out like Barry Winter Smith's uh, Monster. Yeah, like boom. No, more destiny. of a sort of graphic novel thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It comes out like once in the blue moon because the artist's been working on it for fucking ages. Uh, that's where I see myself going. I'd love to be the fucking Wednesday Warrior checking on the comics but the way it's being delivered at the moment it's not for me too expensive yeah it's just yeah all right, all right. yeah, yeah. Okay. that's what yeah so you have a shelf full of comics yeah i want to see like the the spines. Uh, the spines and i want to see one two three four five and then that runs done and gone on to something else mm. okay yeah yeah cool um for me i think um similar to dan but my, mine would be very much OGNs, just sort of lots of new stories. Different stories. Different stories, um, yeah. more shelf porn. Just fill those shelves with, yeah. with unique and interesting one and... I mean, if I have to have them one and done, then, yeah, just one and done stories, sort of, mm. you know, rather... So no continuing characters, you'd be happy with that? I mean, you? I think I think that'd be... Yeah. I think I could live with that. Just if, playing devil's advocate, that's yeah, all I'm not... If, yeah, if, yeah. if the stories are all amazing. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, that's an ideal world, isn't it? Uh, well, now it's a lovely reading experience when you do find that one book that like really clicks. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you and do, I've read, you know. I've read many OGNs where I finished it, and I've just thought, "Wow, I could, I could quite easily read another book about that character." Yeah, but I'm not going to get it because no. of the way the the book ended, or you know, it was just. Oh, yeah, I think sometimes they they recycle a character too much. Yeah, don't they? yeah, yeah. 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 Whereas, like, um, I know oh, Deadpool. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Robocop, Robocop only needs to be one film. Yeah, yeah exactly. Everything yeah. that needs to be said is said. Yeah. Don't need to anything else. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, it fits a reading experience of sometimes I only want to read something once. Yeah. Because yeah. it hits me so hard, mm. or I get it so much, or it's an emotional reading or a lovely reading experience. Sometimes I think I do this with movies as well and books and stuff. I don't really want to go back and reread that graphic novel because yeah. it's just had that effect on me you know and it, which is how it's meant to be sometimes isn't it you know i'm yeah. so ready for like that thing of where marvel start farming out their ip and sort of say right we're gonna we want a pitch on spider-man and then someone comes in and a trade comes out of spider-man that's like five ten issues worth of content and it moves spider-man's life along from a to c uh that maybe you don't hear anything more about that character for a couple of months and they take pictures and it's like right we're gonna take care of spider-man's character we're now gonna move him from c to f 
Well, it's kind of what I mean, Tom King Tom... does, doesn't it? He does it, yes. he did it with Mister Miracle and he did yeah. Human Target and all that sort of thing. Yeah, I kind of want that where like you get short runs, but every time it's kind of like pushing the character forward and doing something different with them, and uh, it's not just month after month, week after week because they have to put a story out and. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like you don't really have much of a story to tell here, but yeah, you're getting paid to do have it. All killer, no filler kind of thing. Indeed. Yeah. 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 Rather than like, oh God, we've got no one to yeah. do this issue. Who can we yeah. get? Oh, I'll have to get that person just, far fast. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Just get um, some villain that turns up for one issue and no consequence yeah. of the story whatsoever. Yeah. I think I think I said to I said on this the drink and draw, didn't I? I read the worst comic art I've seen in a big two comic since the nineties the other day. Oh, fucking hell, that's a bold claim. Yeah, and they're really just fucking shitting it out on this series. Oh, that sucks. Like, fuck's sake. We'll find yeah. out about that off there. Yeah. With the OG, OGNs, for me as well, I've lost count of the amount of times, and I've, I've said it, I think, on this show a few times, where I've enjoyed it, and then I've gone through the book again just to marvel at the pages. Just marvel at like just that mm. artwork of telling that particular story. Um and I love that. I don't necessarily. That's an experience I don't necessarily have with some of like you know ongoings, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's because of it's more of the se- uh, um, sequential is the wrong word I'm looking for. But you know, like the ongoing format, it's almost like you're just in it and you can just move. Whereas I think maybe with an OGN, there's kind of like, wow, that was done. Let's go back and just observe it. You know, how mm. many t- how many times during an ongoing series? And this is just not a question to all of the listeners. You're probably going to tell me that you do this all the time. But how many times during a sequential series have you stopped and then gone back to look at the issue and then go, wow, look at how they've done that. And obviously we've all had those pages that are just, wow, blow yeah. your mind. But just the regulars, on the regulars, how many times have you stopped and gone back and then thought, well, look at how yeah. they've done that page. It's interesting think- because, you know, because it's such an ongoing, the train's still moving. It is still moving forward, isn't it? <laughs> So you'd have to stop to then go back and marvel at it. Yeah, well, I think some some depends on the story. I think some yeah, stories yeah. are have got one thing, or they they want to say something. Not maybe not one, but a, a number of things, mm-hmm. and they do it, and that's done. Some some characters and some sort of devices and some ways of telling stories run on and on. For example, I think the X Men has had a lot to say. That wouldn't have just suited a single graphic novel because mm, yeah. it's a lot, you know, you got the racism thing, you know, you got the yeah. society against him, you got a lot going on with that one. But I think something like in waves, that's just that single thing. Mm, yeah. You know, that what he's saying is there, it's that thing in front of you. That's it, that yeah. said it, done. Yeah. You know, I think it suits different stories for different people. I and think, turn, it? Like, agree. Like yeah. sometimes when you've got these these heavy subjects, um that are there are lots of like people speaking or exposition or things like that. Like like the X Men is full of big ideas, lots of talking and discussing and things like that. Uh, I can understand, you know, sometimes you you wouldn't necessarily want to go back and reread it because it is so heavy. Um, but on the other side, you get an artist like Trad Moore doing a Ghost Rider, for instance, that Dan read recently. You're going to yeah, read that yeah, and go, yeah. "Fuck, like that I, need to look, surf, I need to, I need yeah, to, yeah. yeah." That Silver Surfer's like, I need to go back and look at that page again because yeah, did oh, I God, actually yeah, witness yeah. what I just saw? But don't forget, comics are meant to be that disposable soap opera exactly. yeah, element, yeah. you know, that pulp thing. Where I know, I know they they've evolved and they're not all yeah. that now, but I'm quite accepting of stuff that is just that monthly fucking. Yeah next bit next, yeah, bit, next gotcha. bit it's like yeah, watching yeah. fucking yeah. dallas or east well, yeah. yeah. one thing yeah. that um like struck a chord in my heart as you were talking tony about the weekly comics and the enjoyment of that um i almost changed my <laughs> what i picked at that point because right. as i was thinking about it, 
some of the the most fun that I've had reading comics, certainly probably over the the last year, and I've read some phenomenal comics, but just, and I am just sinking into the bath of nostalgia here as I do it, um, is I've I've picked up recently. I, I bought an old issue of Eagle with Stormforce yeah. from from eBay, a couple of quid. Picked it up, looked through it. I had more enjoyment reading that and just looking at these four five page five page stories and just i would just had a smile on my face all the way through even if i wasn't like completely invested in the stories at the time when they first came out i was looking at it going this is just so much fun and so glorious and i know pe- some people may you know say well it wasn't written that well or this or this that or the other i'm like you didn't know did we fuck, fuck you i'm enjoying it. this is lovely this is but from an emotional sort of point of view and especially as a kid you know like yeah. early teens reading stuff like that it's i don't wanna, i don't want to overplay this but they it's your world it's your friends it's your environment and i read a talk i listened to a talk once in relation to episodic tv in america which i think applies to this and what they do everything from the big bang to star trek to you know buffy to everything is they create a family environment that you are welcomed into by being an observer so you become you become a, you know it's like reading the x men or reading the avengers or reading spider man or reading the bat family of books you're in you're part of it you're invested you're in it you know and i think that sort of like like you say with Stormforce and that you they're all people to you and in a not in a total way but in a certain way that you knew yeah. who those people were you know and i think that's what they did that's why the readers you know got so much out of it because it became our own little world yeah yeah, yeah. and i don't think there's enough of that going on i think with reboots and self-indulgent personalities writing stuff and things like that you know i think we need to create that world and invite people in and then they become part of it. Yeah. You know, that's, that needs, that should be a big part of it. I yeah. Think. Cause cause it is a very, um, like I say, it's an all encompassing sort of trip, isn't it? When you read in comics and some, yeah. of, some of the things that I've got from reading some of these, these short sh- strips is just the sudden flash of reminder. It's like food. You never forget the first time you ate a certain thing. And it's like you, you it's a mm-hmm. sense, it's a sensory experience sometimes comics. Cause I, I remember uh, there was a, one of the issues I was looking through an eager one there was what was the name was it computer warrior or something like that when they did this um oh yeah it was actually video games at the time and list readers could actually be part of the story you know they sent in a letter and all of a sudden they're with the main character like five okay yeah, and yeah was, but that's that's why Tharg was there that's why Stan yeah. did what he did you know to get that reader involvement you know and I was reading that thinking, important and I flash back to being a little kid thinking oh, I really wish that was me do you know what I mean? Or, or thinking, oh, look at that bit, and not never knowing quite what was going. Oh, on. Oh, why didn't I write in? You know, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the problem now. Is comics are, are fucking virtually? I know a lot of people say this, and I didn't really take this opinion for a while, but I'm beginning to think it. I think a lot of comic companies are fucking genuinely antagonistic to their fan base. Yeah, I don't understand why. You know, they're almost like they, they're trying to fuck you right off. You know, I think wasn't someone quoted a sentence as such with regards to their Spider-Man run. Like the current Spider-Man, where they were saying oh, it's really going to fuck people off or something. It's like, yeah, why, why are you doing not, that? This is not for the, people. Will literally say this is not for the sort of forty-year-old readers that we've got. You know, so, mate, that's your readers. Mortgages. That's you your know, readers. And you're like, come <laughs> on, it should be for everyone, mate. What are you doing? Yeah, you know. Oh well. Yeah. Anyway, interesting, interesting times. But, but, <laughs> should, um, should we do our uh, quiz next? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we obviously gave our answers uh, on the Slack. Keep the conversation going. Let us know what you. Yeah. What would be your picks? Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to hear yeah, that. Yeah. If you're already part of the Slack community, just get involved with the uh, with that channel. And if if you'd like to join the Slack, then please get in touch. We'll give you all the details. 
Yeah, yeah. I think we had a couple of new members this week introduced themselves. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's been good, some good chats on there this yeah, week. Fantastic Very good. chats on there. One Especially with all these bank holidays yeah. in May. We've got like for those in the UK, we've got three bank holiday long weekends in May, and all we're going to do is read comics. Let's face it. Yeah. You know, so uh, there's, you need a space to come and you know waffle on. That's yeah. where it is. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of waffling, we're going to have a bit of fun right now. And speaking <laughs> of audience interaction, <laughs> test yourselves as well because me and Dan probably won't know what we're doing. But let's oh, see God, how no. many. Let's see how many we get because we've got another fun little quiz. Um, from Tony yeah. Esmond. Um, now, what is it, Tony? Go on, over to you. This week we're playing. So, can we put some music in yeah, here? I'll, I'll put some uh, music. <laughs> we're playing Buster or Busted. <laughs> not doesn't refer to the band. Don't get excited, then. So, Buster, for those who don't know, was a UK comic ran between 1960 and the year 2000. Fuck me, look at that. 1902 issues. Yeah, suck on that American comics. Yeah, 2000. <laughs> Did it really go to you? Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, I didn't realize I was it was never that aware of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh, IPC under the Fleetway division, ran it. Uh, the Don would know all about this. It absorbed a number, you know, they hatch, match, and dispatched a number of comics. So it absorbed Core, Jet, Giggle, and Monster Fun. There you go. Which is oh, all, th- all things that I've been called in the past. <laughs> yeah, during sex. <laughs> like uh, that, no, was it core exclamation mark? That was the name that's of the it, comic, yeah. Right? That's core. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, didn't Des edit that at one point? Do you remember he was telling us about it? Yeah. That was a question he was, he was testing us, wasn't he? Remember, giving us a test. Right, so I've picked out characters and storylines, or characters and stories, or, you know, that were long running in the series, in that comic. Um, and I'm going to, you've either got to say Buster, if you think it's true or busted if you think it's not okay feel free okay. to play along at home I'll, uh, I'll keep scores um and Good. trust us listeners um everyone's got the same amount of chance here because me and dan don't know <laughs> yeah these are there. these are quite obscure yeah. yeah right so first one you ready guys yeah jack hot are we going to take it in turns one back and forth or okay yeah so dan go yeah. first jack okay. hot uh so it's Buster or busted? Yeah. Right? Buster. Vince? Oh. Um, Buster. Both correct. Is well done. So one each. Am I keeping the scores in this? I've got scores. I've got scores. Okay, keep the yeah. scores. Yeah, okay. Next, number two. Willie the weed. Willie the weed. You you answer first, Vince, because I did it last uh, time. Vince, uh, busted. Up. Man. I'm going to go busted as well. It doesn't sound right. Correct. Both done well there. Yay. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Willie the weed busted. <laughs> right. Okay. Next one up is Wonder Wellies. Wonder Wellies. I'm going to go Buster. Vince? Busted. That is a correct one. So Buster is a correct. Oh, Points uh... down. Yes! <laughs> Next up is Nosy Neville's Nose. That's you first, V. Uh, busted. I'm going to go busted as well. That doesn't sound legit. Correct. Made that one up. Good. Well done. Another point to you both. Okay, next one. Number five. There's only ten of these, by the way. Okay. Number five. Professor Krabs. <laughs> Professor Krabs. Buster. <laughs> uh, busted. Buster is correct. Dan ahead by two. Oh wow! Oh wow! 
This is what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad he's I'm glad he plays. Not competitive. Know, gentlemen. Yeah, he's, not, he's, not <laughs> he's like competitive dad, isn't he? Come on, sir. <laughs> hit the ball. Come on, sir. Yeah. Um <laughs> right. Uh George's germs. George's germs. Vince, you first. Oh, my first. Uh Buster. Yeah. I'm gonna go busted. Buster is correct. That's a genuine story. Hey. Oh. Still in the game. I'm still in the game. (laughs) Next one, Lucy Lastic. Lucy (laughs) Lastic. I I tell you what. No no matter who came up with this, that's the best name I've ever heard. (laughs) Um, I would say busted. Okay. (sighs) Oh God, I think busted. No, Buster, that is a correct storyline. Oh, oh got, both of them yeah. got wrong. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Ricky's Pocket Squirrel. That's <laughs> UV. Busted. I'm going busted for that. Yeah, you're both right. I made that one yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pocket Squirrel. <laughs> Next. Uh, uh, two more left. Yep. Monty's Mutant Mirror. Monty's uh, Mutant me. Mirror. Dan? I'm going to go Busted. Vince? I was supposed to say Buster there. Buster. Which are you saying? Yes I'm no? saying? I'm saying Buster. Buster, okay. Vince? Busted. That is made up. Busted. Well done, Vince. You got that right. The level. Scores a level. Oh. Level. So this is the game. This is a yeah. Here we go. Oh, God. Final, the final I'm sweating. One our... I'm actually sweating. <laughs> no pressure. The final one in our Buster or Busted quiz, <laughs> copyright Tony Esmond, is Watford Gap, the poet. Watford Gap, the poet. It's me first, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Busted. I'm going to go for the opposite, just for the drama. Buster. <laughs> it is a correct storyline. It's Buster. Oh! Yes. Oh, Pulled it out of the bag man. there, Dan. You, yeah. you lost it. You lost it mid-game. Yeah. Your head, your head went down. Your head dropped mid-game. Lucy Vince, Vince was on the attack. It, uh, well done, Pulled Dan. it around. Well done, Dan. Last, yeah. last seconds of the game. Pulled it you around. Had to, you had to win one eventually. Not that I'm bitter. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I've, I don't think I've won one of those. You've no, ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, given your history, do you know what I mean? Yes, that's yeah. my new phrase. I say that on it. <laughs> Given your history, yeah. So yeah, just include it in it. Just include when you talk yeah. about anything. Lucy, yeah, don't don't have another drink, Vince. Given your history, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck me, what's he done?" Yeah, Lucy Lastic's yeah. just a fucking amazing Lucy name. Lastic. <laughs> I'm still proud of Ricky's Pocket Squirrel. That I'm still proud of that amazing. one. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, one week next time we do it, uh, the the three of us, three amigos, I'll do the Viz one. Do so your that, man. That's but that's I've, just literally. You, it's just fucking all bets are off on that, aren't they? Yeah, you know what I mean. Gonna, I'll tell you, it's <laughs> going to be tough. That says more about you than it says about it me. Does. So that's what I'm <laughs> <say>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was that laughter? <laughs> Evil laugh. <laughs> I, I uh, swing it about to, to to something more serious. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of thinking the other day, like regards to kind of like uh, making comics and uh, being a creative in general, and like I kind of try and watch what I'm eating, like not to put in loads of shit food into my body, just so because if you do so, it tastes great, but it's absolutely like you feel the effects of it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, as a creative, what am I putting into my head that's helping me be better at my 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because I kind of caught myself the other day. It's like, I'm just watching a load of shit on YouTube. I'm listening to fucking crap at times, watching crap on TV. And like, I I remember I used to like read a lot more kind of like learned books about sort of philosophy and spirituality. And I'm not doing that so much anymore. Yeah. During just before lockdown, I made an effort to read those books that I'd never got around to. Mm. You know, so there's a lot of a lot of writers who I just I'd always you know maybe read read one book of theirs and loved it and never got around to reading the other stuff and it, it really helped my writing that I think yeah yeah I sort of um, identified like it's that whole thing of sh- shit in shit out if I'm not giving myself a diet of stuff that's actually of note and merit yeah how do I expect to <laughs> just come out this is the Martin Amos shit in shit out phrase. Yeah. <laughs> but it's right though, man. That's exactly what it is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah it's absolutely right. And I think, you know, if, if we all sort of look at the, the content we're consuming, like I, like I used to, I mean, certainly travel to work sort of helped when I was taking a train and stuff, but I used to like devour books and, mm. you know, but I'm, I'm not anymore. Even, even digital, you know, it's, I mean, I've, I still can't get my head around reading like a like a prose book when I when I'm speaking about it. like digitally, prose books I can't, I can't really get on board with them. I prefer like a printed book. Well, on my iPad, I read comics on my iPad. And I'm cool with that and like swiping across yeah. and that's got a flow to it. But for me, just seeing that big, you know, the the screen, the light up screen with the text, it's not the same as having like no. it's got to be the yeah. I think because page. we're sort of kind of educated to sort of scan read stuff online. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I look yeah. at it. So, Especially for my work, I have to like look, you know, scan through stuff, you know, function F to find, you know, what I'm looking for in hmm. a long, you know, a long um, written article or something. But with a book, I'm quite, I, I almost don't want any. I'd turn my phone, I'd turn my phone off if I could and just like sit and read a book, yeah. a big novel. You know, I like that. Prefer that. Yeah. yeah. No, I've, um... We used to be like that with comics, OV. We used to yeah. do that with comics, didn't we? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I certainly did until we started this show. Yeah. Nick yeah. Brokenshaw made me read something on Comicsology. Well, that, that I really enjoyed, and then I was kind of a convert. But yeah. before that, I go, oh no, I don't read digital. You know? Yeah, yeah. But just imagine if if you hadn't started reading digital, how would that? Where do you think you'd be now in terms of your reading? I know it'd be very different. Yeah, much different. I think probably at least fifty, sixty percent of what I've read in the last three or four months has been on the iPad. I think the the whole lockdown thing accelerated that digital yeah. jump. For, for many people, it's got to go that way. With it's the, yeah. almost like the last medium, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I think that whole the like you said, Vince. When I was travelling to work five days a week, and I've got like an hour and a half journey each way or thereabouts, reading the book was like the the thing to do or yeah. draw. You yeah. don't but, see him doing it on the trains anymore. No, yeah. so everyone's yeah. on the. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm fucking like some saint reading books when else is looking at TikToks or whatever on the train. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's just kind of like. Yeah, uh, you know, it's time like the, the way of kind of dealing with a problem, or addressing the problem, is actually identify that there's a problem here, and yeah. that's kind of I've, got, I've had that sort of uh, revelation this week when I was looking through like some of the bookshelves and I'm thinking, fucking, I used to read this kind of stuff. Why am I not reading this anymore? What, yeah. what what's yeah, what's happened? And yeah, yeah, it's in- it's interesting. I, I think sometimes, um, just as comic readers, as consumers of medium media in any way i think sometimes people have to stop and look back on what they've consumed just to mm, be like yeah not not just to be like oh i watched 12 films in may and yeah. the, these are my reviews of them no just just look back at the things you consume and just be like 
okay, what did I, hmm. what did I get from that? Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I think, I think as well, is it, the fiction, especially in the comics world, you know, comics has has become predictable hmm. because I can guarantee, like, there's a, there's an X Men book at the moment that's just being written as a fantasy book, like a dun because you know, because Dungeons and Dragons is the current Big current thing. in thing, yeah, yeah, and you see it creeping in across the board, you know, whatever. Because you used to be, you remember when the internet came out, we, the the wealth of stuff we can now look at. Everyone yeah. seems to look at the same fucking yeah. things all the that's time. What, and have that's the same what I mean. Opinions. Like, if we're, we're all watching the same TV series, we're all reading the same yeah. comics, we're all reading the same stuff. Where's the diversity of what the output's going to be? Do you know what yeah. I mean? So we've, we're all consuming the same stuff, and we're not kind of thinking outside of this set structure of yeah like where's the second so you would find something that no one else is reading or yeah you know, that used to be the thing didn't it or you used to actually go to the library and learn about stuff you just know? to try and, and you... to trigger an idea or a thought that isn't being explored and yeah there isn't on buzzfeed news or something you know so i mean like the matrix was like a, a, a revelation to a lot of people but all that stuff is based on sort of uh jean paul baudrillard i can never fucking say his his surname right. but like with the simulacra and simulation and these ideas and philosophies have been around for a long time. It's just been yeah, Philip K. Dick was talking about it all the time. Yeah, in a pop culture yeah. sort of nas- uh, nature, and like people are fucking. This is great. There's other stuff like that out there that that can be explored, but we we're sort of going. We're learning through these things by watching TV shows and watching films of someone else. But, uh, but, doing but it. also, we find that people are dismissive of you know if if someone said to you, oh, "Have you seen?" You know the Witcher, and you say, oh, "I haven't seen it." But is that the guy who they they they've taken the look off Elric? And they go, "No, no, no." Yeah. Well, well, they have. Yeah, yeah. It's like people are sort of dismissive. Is it anything that isn't the current? You know, the current zeitgeist current, to work the current thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, th- yeah, that's kind of what I thought. So, right, I'm going to kind of jump in and get a bit more like highbrow books and try and do a bit more reading and stuff that's kind of just a bit more. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've done the same, man. I've I've, I've sort of recently, have, I have like a little bookshelf of you know interesting, inspiring stuff that I can go to at work. A lot of it's political stuff because I have to read a lot of political yeah. books. But you know, sort of yeah, there's a lot of stuff there that's really gets you thinking. That's what you got to do. It's got to get you thinking. Yeah, and not enough stuff does that anymore. But does I've, that does that mean there's anything wrong with just being entertained? Of course not. No, no. no, but no. If, as creatives, we should be stretching. Mm. I think. Yeah, that's you know, I think there's a, a difference, isn't there? When you can turn your brain off and you can listen to, yeah. I don't know, and, Betty Boo, and you know, so, but you can and, also and certainly you know. like when when you're being entertained, you you can read something and be entertained, and you can see that the person creating it, there's weight behind it. Do you mm. know what I mean, there is. It's not just an empty entertainment. You know, there's that as well. It's, yeah, of course. The, yeah, like highbrow stuff. I'm very entertained by the stuff. Or I just, mm. I, just read, I just ripped through during lockdown all of Hanif Qureshi's books, and they're fucking infinitely. They're just amazing. You know, mm. and it, but it, it, you can be entertained by that stuff. But I think there's a lot of stuff that's popcorn out there that there seems to, there for a while there was that argument about you know, um, well, it's, it's doesn't just because it's popular doesn't mean it's bad. And I think that you know that does count. But also the X Factor is shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, 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 your brain is your brain is going to mush if you watch it. You Objectively know. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it's yeah, just because it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It's that feel like if you can just sit rather than go down the gym and eat healthy, you can be sitting on the settee just eating snacks. Oh, well, this feels great. Everything's fine. I'm yeah, just, I'm chilling out eating shit. But this also plays into the thing where people can't you can't say anything's bad anymore, and that this stuff is objectively bad. 
yeah and will turn your brain to mush so this yeah. doesn't have merit to it like, <laughs> yeah that just does it just yeah just like uh, kind of and predictable and uh, rubbish i yeah. see some of that shit coming along like with the tiktok stuff and it's like i don't know how this hasn't been nipped in the bud because this seems like something just to to rot people's minds and like a yeah. fucking psyop I, just, well, it, like, it, yeah. it's literally it's, it's a it's it's a psychosis of tiktok right now isn't it Where yeah you, you find that people can't concentrate on stuff um bill maher was talking about a few weeks ago you can't you can't actually concentrate on anything that's more than 30 seconds long yeah. anymore yeah i i think as well like in terms of like the entertainment there is there is the stuff that's just like say just popcorn it's just just sugar and spice and all things nice and there's nothing to it um and on uh, one hand i have no problem with that i've certainly recommended comics it's just like this is just fucking fun and you don't have to think that's about fine it. yeah i've yeah, said yeah. it a million times but there's also comics that are that but the people are saying that it's something that it's not yeah, yeah. Sort of saying, oh yeah. no it's doing this this and that no just say there's it's all just... different stuff isn't there? there's yeah. there's phases but yeah i think people yeah. who are kind of they have to say something don't they try and sell it or make them sound sound, sound yeah, superior to everyone else it doesn't seem else. to be working yeah. if you look at some of the numbers so yeah. um it's always that chase that sort of be. I'm, I'm the I'm the one who's seen the the real truth behind this piece of media or fiction. Do you know what I mean? Here's the actual message that no one else is. And it's, it just it just says more about the person writing that than yeah, it does about sadly. that. You know, we we see that in reviews and stuff. And yeah. people who, who go off on one, you think, what the fuck are you going to wear? I, yeah. I always laugh at that review. I've quoted it a few times where someone did reviewed the movie Daddy Daycare, but oh, pretended just... pretended that it was a zombie apocalypse movie and reviewed <laughs> it like that. And it's just a piss take of all these people who, you know, claim they can find uh, utilitarian communism yeah. in a fucking book about Spider-Man. And well, come on, man, even stand up and that. Get this you know. when people talking about the uh, Zack Snyder films. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, um, it, is it really that deep? Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, as we're talking about this, and we are getting a little self-aware, we're talking about like things that are self-aware and there was certainly we've got a couple of other topics that we're going to talk about yeah um here's one that um dan you brought up on uh, when, when oh, we have fuck. When where did we, it bring up when oh, no. we have our chats don't worry i've got I don't that's worry. not the filthy don't, don't worry baby no no i didn't i, I didn't speak to catch me off guard i just think i can't remember no, no. what i brought up um i think i know which one this is yeah this is um do you ever get that feeling when uh you're going to read a comic uh. and you become self-aware of what you're doing yeah, this this was part of your answer to the question is what always ruins a reading experience. Yes. Yeah. And then you said that. And I thought that's actually more interesting than the question that it came from. You know, and I think we we get, I don't know about you, Dan, but we get so involved in the comic, don't we? Is that what yeah. you meant? Or? Well, the the times that when I'm reading the comic and I'm so into it, the 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 notion of me reading a comic, I'm sitting here reading a comic, is gone. Yeah. I, I'm re- We're transported, I'm so, aren't we? Yeah. yeah, so in this world. There's times when I've had bad comics and I'm reading, I think, fuck me. I'm, I'm aware you, of myself you, reading do this. Do you and... think at that point when you're reading it, if you're self-aware of, I mean, I'll put it this way, this is how I think about it. If I'm, re- if I'm looking at a PDF, I'm reading a comic or reading a book, I get to a certain point and I think, how much of this is left? Yeah, should that's I, a killer. Should I, should <laughs> yeah. I stop? Should I stop there? Um, and when I say that, I mean, sometimes we're enjoying a comic and we're thinking, fucking hell, I'd never want this to end. How much of this mm. is left? There's all, well, sometimes you know. I think, like, I could, sometimes I'm sucked out and I think, you know, is he, are they going to kill him now or oh, yeah. no, there's still 100 pages yeah. left? You know? yeah. 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 But there are those moments when you're reading it and you're suddenly like, is this going to end in a minute? Yeah. 
I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what's a good example of that is what I just said is me saying, are they going to kill him in this or is he going to die? Now, if the first one is me sucked out of the story. The second one is yeah. me concerned for his safety because I'm in. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So you can sort of be watching like sort of related to a film and you're like the old school films with 90 minutes and you think the hero's going to die and it's like at the 60 minute mark. It's like, well, that ain't happening. Yeah. So when <laughs> yeah, you're reading yeah, the book yeah. and you look at it and you think, fuck me. It's like but you're just pages. worried for him. It's five comic, pages till like, the end. This could actually, yeah. he could fucking die here. Yeah, but you know, if you look at it in the in the context of this, is like we're all here to read these things and to be informed, entertain, enjoy. No one is going to is reading a book thinking I want to not enjoy this experience or to oh, find yeah. or to find it a slog. No, it's, I don't. Never. I've never read anything in order to hate it. Yeah. Now yeah. Like, I've always given it a go, especially if yeah. if like you're the hobbyist or you're the you're like like me. I'm just doing it for the for the enjoyment of it. Um, if you're a review, well, journalist or reviewer, and you have to read the, you know, you've got these things, that, then then it's part of the job. You you get through mm. it, and then you talk. Then hopefully, touch wood, you you're critical about why it was a slog or things like that. But if you if you're just in it to enjoy it, and you're halfway through a, a graphic novel, um, just say you've paid seventeen ninety nine for a hardback that a lot of people raved about. You're halfway through this 250-page book, and you're not enjoying it. Should you stop? I'd stop if I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not if I'm not enjoying totally. it. But stop. I don't. Do you think some people? I don't um, know. I kind of have a guilt. I kind of push, try and push is, forward a bit longer. But also, you know, I, I think don't... some some people push forward just to complain about it afterwards as well. I think there's a small small percentage of people who just want a one-star review on Amazon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, some people just want to pick holes. and Some people will listen to this in order just to pick holes in it. You know what I mean? Some people just live to do that, especially these days on social media. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I look at books on my shelf and I say... Push on. You You would push on to the end of it. I look at books on my shelf now. I can see books from here that I haven't finished. And I think, oh, why didn't I finish that book? I feel bad about that sitting over there. I must get to it one day. And I know I fucking probably won't do it. I mean, because the the books only get more and more, don't they? But I don't know. Sometimes I... or uh, There are slower bits in graphic novels and comics and stuff, which you need to get through. I mean, Monster was a great example of that. Oh, mate, totally. Barry Windsor Smith. we, We read through some hard going stuff in that especially the handwritten diary stuff yeah. in order to get to the high points there's um, there's a difference between atmospheric or slow burn and just a chore <laughs> yeah i yeah. found it a chore to get through those diary pages in there yeah. yeah i'll be honest with you i, I think that, i did to be honest that's a personal thing i'm not really big for prose pages that break up yeah you said i remember you saying that before yeah. babes yeah yeah, yeah you know what i mean i kind of make you right on that man i feel what's fucking yeah. killed me on trying to read through spawn again there's so many times you just come up against a page and it's like oh, yeah, a you huge, and, great big block of text. You and Strotty have been talking about that, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, I just can't fucking do it, man. I can't fucking do it. It's just it's just like someone hitting the brakes like when you come against this big wall of text. It's like, oh, fucking hell. Is this really necessary? Is there no other way you could have told this through the actual medium? Mm. Through opposed co- actual to, comics. <laughs> yeah, as opposed yeah, to yeah. stopping and like coming up with a big load of prose. Because yeah. I'm reading this because it's a comic. And I'd I'm really, rather really they didn't do it, book. but yeah. horses for courses, I can understand on the odd occasion where they have done it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, as long as it's not overbearing and it's not too much, hmm. yeah. you know, there was a reason they did it in Monsters, and I can see why Barry yes. Smith did yeah. that. But it just, oh, it just slowed it down. And that's but a long way as well. How do you, feel, well, how do you, you know? feel about it hinging the story, hinging on something like that? 
because I don't know about you, um, I've I've glossed over some prose pages in comics before. Me too, man. Um, and it's yeah, a so, big thing at the moment. It's massive yeah. at the moment in the X universe. I know. So yeah. you, you, you know, you when we, we we did that little read, didn't we? The the X, you know, the, the Jonathan Hickman kickoff books for that. You know, the, yeah. The, the miniseries. The even now you'll get a text page at the start, and then you'll get like a, an email from the Beast to Sage. Or you'll get minutes from such and such meeting and stuff like that. And I really it's part of it can be an important part of the story. Hmm. And I don't yeah. know whether I want that. You know? Yeah. It'd yeah. be the same thing as I was I was if I was watching a YouTube video and then it said, right, pause this and then look at the screen and read the text. And there's a whack and great below yeah. the text and you're like, yeah. fucking hell. Is there no other better way you could deliver this? As opposed to this, though, yeah. Read the back mat. Read the back matter in this trade paperback, yeah. so you'll understand what happens in volume yeah, two. And so I'm you, like, don't want, you don't watch a movie and halfway through there's a PowerPoint presentation you have to see. Yeah, through. Just, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I'll yeah. give good PowerPoints, though, man. You know? I bet you do. Animations. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Wonderful. On my feet in front of the audience. <laughs> so there's a number of gigs out there if you're good at doing PowerPoint presentations. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> and some of them are really fucking impressive. Really so. well paid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, um, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's a whole. Lot. I love a timeline. I'm, I love a timeline yeah. in my PowerPoint. I'm not, I'm not going to slag off anyone that does that kind of stuff because it can be quite yeah. impressive. That's no, my bread and butter doing that. Yeah. 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 God, I always throw a few funnies in. Yeah. Moaning about fucking being a designer—that's another thing they've thrown in in the past couple of years. So, so you got to know like all the Adobe yeah. package, After Effects, InDesign, uh, Premiere, everything. Yeah. And then obviously now you've got to know how to use PowerPoint and do like presentations and stuff. You're like, oh. Really? Okay, there's another one. I've got another fucking string to the bow. It reminds yes. me a bit of bios. That because a bit in our because they're all sort of academic ones. You have to have a little bio afterwards. You know, it's such and such. It's such and such. Published mm. this. Worked at this yeah. university. La la. And and it's a bit like that when you get that in small press anthologies, don't you? At the back, yeah. and you can always tell some people because they have like fucking four paragraphs about themselves. And all I ever put is uh, my hips don't lie, and I write that <laughs> on powerpoints at work as well. I just say Tony Esmond and his no. hips don't lie. That's all I say. Because some people just write too much, don't they? I just want that it's so yeah. brief that I've, yeah. I've always heard like Dan does this, this, and he's on the Here's, his, here's his link. Yeah. 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 yeah don't overdo that. It's more um, people. While we're having a bit of a moan, I hate when I've listened to other comics podcasts and. <laughs> they they sign on with oh here's here's the man with the most is the bibbidi boppy and then they come out with like about thirty seconds to a minute long introduction of all these kind of like different nicknames for the, one of the the hosts and then they've got about four hosts and they do it for each one it's like man <laughs> come on fuck's sake <laughs> we don't do that no we did do a fake intro which uh, Vince pulled a trousers down around earlier yeah. but uh, yeah was thank you thank you um, <laughs> but back to the um like not enjoying a book or, or being taken out of yes. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, what sort of things do you mean by the, that, taken out of it? Like, do you know what I mean? I mean, for, for me, I think the prose is a, is a perfect yeah, example yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, Dan, for you, what, what are some of the things that have taken you out of a reading experience? Uh, this sounds bad, but just ineptitude. Just like, bad writing. Just bad, the, the whole craft, from kind of like mm. the art to the writing. And it's just like, you, you don't know what you're doing. I just can't stick with this i've given i've like bought your book and i've given you a chance to this and you you're illustrating like all the stuff you're bringing up is really generic it's cliche i don't there's there's nothing here for me it's just that sounds really fucking rude i know but no, do you know what i mean if no, i'm gonna, no, I'm gonna no, sink another couple right. yeah if i'm just right. gonna sink another like you, you just don't 
this is really amateurish and I, I'm not going to bother with yeah. reading the rest of it. I, I've got this thing where I like people to write characters. Hmm. I don't like people to write characters as if they're themselves. Yeah. So okay. if all the characters just sound like let's 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 choose just a random person, you know. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's like some people I read it and I just can hear the writer's voice all the him, time, him or her yeah. talking. Do you every know what I mean? single every single character, every single like, person sounds yeah, exactly the same. They sound exactly like the reader. Like mm. the writer, sorry. But the, the thing is, they should just sound like the people who they're writing. Apply yeah. yourself to the character of the person you're writing. Yes. Don't just... And it gets worse and worse these days. They Not only do they sound exactly like the writer, but they also, having followed the fucking writer for five minutes on Twitter, I know the, the nonsense they spout on there that's yeah. non-comics related, it all seems to come out in the first issue of a comic. Mm. Um, and that takes me out. Like the first issue of Excalibur post Powers of X, you know, and um, it, the first issue has um, uh, Captain Britain kneeling in front of his sister and handing over the mantle of Captain Britain to her. And uh-huh. I'm like, well, I, she's been going, oh, no, fuck all that. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do, have you never read Brian Braddock before? Or the Master of Kung Fu stuff recently, which is him having selfies and stuff. And, you know, they just like bullshit yeah. appealing to their bullshit Instagram personalities. Apply yourself to the fucking character. If you kind of like did like you went to a, like a well-respected martial arts class and you kind of observed the instructor, the seafood, the, the sensei, whatever, and you think, right, can I see this person like doing the the cutesy faces while taking selfies? And it's like the answer is no, because <laughs> no, no. that they wouldn't do that, and neither would Shang Chi. Yeah, but, and we've, we've we know who these people are a lot of the time. Yes. And we know they don't act like that. And I'm not saying I don't want to be that sort of possessive fan thing, but you know, just as a whole in any medium write the character don't write yourself yeah. but that's like, seems to be ever I, I actually think the rot started with um dark knight and watchmen i think that's when the personality of the writer overcame the personality okay. on the page okay. yeah and i think it's got worse and i think in the last five years it's got incredibly worse you know some of these people were actually quite interesting to start with you know gaiman and alan moore and or ellis and you, you know you could tell that you could hear their voice in the, the mm. work but i think they did apply themselves to a certain extent to the character but these days it's just cutesy twitter talk yeah, yeah so like you're you're no gamer yeah. or more yeah or yeah, more yeah. Analysis. and that that's fed through to like um villains and stuff like that yeah. you know the the glorification of some villains and villains being likable or uh just a, a, a proper sort of serious situation with a villain and someone's just taking the piss out of them do you know what i mean it's, it's a lightweight comedy moment and i yeah. just Sometimes I just think, no. It's like, the, it's, it's like the whole thing about people worried that the Punisher's become a likable character. If you wrote him properly, he's never been a likable character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'm not sure if those people actually read the, the stories, been told yeah. about him. He's never been a character to aspire to. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like there's there's some sort of um, I think monsters when it comes to like some villains and stuff. Like, take the aliens, for instance. As much as if you like some of the comic adaptions or, or not or whatever, that is such a creature that you can't really... You can't write them. There's never been a from-their-perspective kind of thing. I don't yeah. want to see them having dinner with each other. No. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like that. Yeah, no. yeah. And no one could do it because it just would just be just done, wouldn't it? No one yeah. Would. yeah. Um, and I think when characters have a voice... Whoever is writing them, creating them, 
obviously they won't put their stamp on it but like you say i think it, it sometimes they put their voice in someone else's mouth and when you've got mm. everyone talking the same yeah everyone that's when it becomes pop culture references yeah. or everyone God, yeah. laughing at the same things and it's like no. nope you, you want the diverse voices and characters in your comics because you want the straight guy you want the guy who tells the jokes if everyone's the joking telling jokes and quipping all the time it's fucking flat because yeah. there's no straight guy there's no because everyone guy, is you know doing I mean? everyone is experiencing the same thing we don't get any writers who've experienced you know Grant Morrison, you know, travelled the world, did LSD, you know, and that's where we got the Invisibles and stuff like that mm. from it. Do you know what I mean? You know, we got all we've got now is people who fucking rattle on on bloody Twitter, and so all yeah. everyone sounds the same. You to I often say this, but to write to write a bullfight, you've got to have seen a bullfight. Yeah. I don't mean that literally. But this goes you know back mean? to saying, like, if we're all consuming the same stuff, doing the same stuff, yeah, exactly, you, yeah. we're going to have a very similar voice on the set, all these things, and uh, yeah, I don't think it's for the best. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, um, you you know, people writing Green Arrow used to go and buy a bow and fire an arrow. You know, and that ain't happening now, is it? Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. There might be a YouTube video about yeah. archery if you're lucky. Yeah. You know? Man, if you fucking fire a bow, the idea of someone leaping upside down from three arrows at once is yeah. like fucking feel that, hell. Feel that on the the wrist of <laughs> feel that feel yeah. that on the wrist of the arm yeah. that's holding the bow these days. Yeah. And yeah. Stuff like that, and yeah. you know, ah, oh, madness, yeah. isn't it? Before, um, one last thing before we get on to a challenge we're going to set ourselves. Yeah, um, which we'll talk about mm. before we get on to the shouts and recommends. Um, the last thing to to say about this, if there's some, if there's a book that you perhaps you've purchased, um, just say a, a graphic novel you purchased because you heard a lot about it. That thing happens where you read through it and you didn't enjoy it. Does it stay on your shelf, or do you get rid? <laughs> you know me, man. I know you're destined to be crushed by your collection. Well, to be fair, I have thrown a lot of stuff away mm. recently. Yeah. Um, and drop stuff off at the Oxfam shop near me. Um, a lot of Indian small press stuff that I just, nah. Nah. But if, I mean, I won't throw away Marvel and DC trades. Ah, sometimes I do. I'll give them to my son. Mm. But yeah, it's rare for me, you know. Yeah. What about you guys? Uh, well, with my wife, sometimes certain <laughs> sacrifices. He looks over his shoulder. So yeah. what you used to do in South Given your history. South American countries, if there was like, they got across a prana infested river, they'd get one of the cattle it was like weak or lame, like cut them and push them into the water. All the piranha would like devour that one. They, the rest of the herd can get through. So sometimes I have to pony up a couple of sacrificial lambs, like trades, <laughs> comics, to kind of make sure the rest of the herd are, are safe. Fuck and those are, usually, those are usually the weak ones, which are kind of like, I've read them once or didn't get through them. I think, oh God, they got to go. Yeah. So God. they get pushed out. Yeah, I, I think I used to be more, um, you know, my collection is... It's the holy grail, you know, that I've, I've always wanted. But now I'm thinking, yeah, now I need to get rid of some of these. To, and, or sometimes just to, to make space for the good stuff that I actually want. On yeah. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? Right, yeah. You know, so. do, you, do you guys ever go and look at how much stuff is on eBay or something like that, and that, that would push you into getting rid of it? No, because no. I just don't... I, eBay selling and stuff, I just, I'm just i no it's good at it. based entirely on my what I get out of it. Yeah. If I really right. like it and would yeah, read yeah. it again, I would keep it if I if I would never do it again. Speaking of which, have you ever looked up your own comics to see if they're on eBay? Mine were. Yeah, mine were too. Yeah, I found yeah. some recently. Yeah. It's literally because yeah. I wanted a I wanted I was updating the big cartel store and I thought if anyone got a picture online of Vanguard book two or three and I'll just nick it and put it on the shop. And someone was flogging them all on eBay. I was like, okay. All right. 
Springworth is up there, I think, for like twenty nine quid at the moment. Oh wow! I don't know what they've done, what they think they've got there. Not selling, mind you. Well, they've got a good yeah. comic. <laughs> well, thank you. But there's, I see, there's some uh, Atomic Hercules on for like a tenner. Okay. At the moment, yeah. Chatting to Falpi about it the other day. All he said was, "Why are you looking up yourself on eBay?" Was his fucking comment. When yeah, to be fair, you are right about that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, they they do stuff like when people have been pirated or stuff, and you go to the pirate site and you check your if your comic's there. And so, uh, oh, right. Not, I'm a bit. That's a shame, <laughs> isn't it? No one's copied that. I think yeah, someone yeah. did do the first book of Vanguard on read comics online. Oh, so, okay. Uh, he's free on the website, so. Yeah, knock yourself out, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, But speaking of comics to read and to want to read, um, we thought we'd challenge ourselves again. Yeah, another challenge. Challenge Annika. So we we did it once before when we set ourselves a little challenge to try something. Should I write these down again? Because I wrote them down before. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, we've all got those books that we haven't gotten around to reading or genre that we haven't gotten around to reading. You know, and sometimes unless unless you tackle it head on, you may never read it because um, <laughs> there's so much to read all the time, and it worked. It was really, it was a real fun. Yeah, I had a good time with it last yeah, time. Yeah, fun experiment yeah. last time, didn't we? Uh, I had Akira. Uh, Tony, you had war, war comics. comics. Just every war comic ever created. Which I did Tony, fifty, didn't I? Yeah, fifty war comics. And yeah. Dan, yours was Saga. Saga. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're going to do it again. When we're going to come yeah. back? When are we planning to come back? To... I think we did three months last time, didn't we? Yeah. So yeah. should we do the the first week of September? Yes. Okay. The end of the the end of the summer. By the end of the summer, that kind of yeah. Well, towards the end of the summer. Don't don't get on me with like beginning of September is not the end of summer. Anyway. <laughs> don't don't be that. Don't be that person. Don't get um, on. Me. But yeah, I've so changed mine at the last minute. Oh look, excitement. You haven't told us it anyway, so we don't know. Oh, no, you did. Oh, I did, no. but I've changed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I haven't said what I'm going to um, choose yet. No. Um, and I'm going to ask the gents for their choice. There's a choice dun, of two. Dun, There's okay. two. Oh, okay, okay, so we get to choose. Right, yes, okay. Go on, you go first then. We can we can choose. Okay. okay. Well, 2000 AD. Ooh. Obviously, <laughs> uh, obviously, class, not... Just, like Road Trooper. <laughs> he does like Road Trooper. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously a classic full of uh, fantastic classic characters. I've got some books of certain classic characters and I've had the books for a little while and but I haven't read them yet. Now, my choices to you, and this may be, um, I may actually purchase more, you know, see what I can seek out based upon yeah. that. Two classics. Now, no one come at me because I know nothing about these things, about okay. these two series. <laughs> um, just so you know, I have read a lot of Judge Dredd and all that. <laughs> so, so it's not like I know nothing about two of those, Nidhi. Yeah. But right. My two choices are one, the obvious one. I like Road Trooper and I've read a bit of it, but kind of I want to go back and sort you know, I want to consume more. Right. I mean, some, some classic ones. Well, it's just they just started a new Road Trooper. A couple of weeks ago, so see, I'm thinking. Interesting. What's the what's the classic um, Road Trooper series that everyone talks about? Some oh fucking oh, it's gone. You got the oh, Dave Gibbons one. Mine. I've got the. That, I've got that first book. What's the? Is it Such and Such War? 
What's it? I've forgotten what it's called. I'm not, I'm not too sure. Uh, anyway, Dave Gibbons stuff. Go on. What's the other yeah. one? And the other one is Strontium Dog. Ooh, oh, man. Great. Both of these are great. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, okay, they, there's some big collections. There's some lovely collections um, that I can pick up cheap. But I, I kind of want to just um, you know, grab a coffee, sit down, and just experience it. In that case, I'm I'm going to vote for Strontium Dog because it's more consistent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, Strontium Dog. You most, you've mostly, you haven't all of it, but you've mostly got Carlos artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I've got a lovely sort of um, big, big edition of the first sort of Strontium. I know there's been many big collections, haven't there? Oh, no, well, like the phone book, black and white one. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah. ones. I've got one of them that I, I got a couple of years ago. Man, you'll blast you that. That's that, a, that yeah. I've been sat, I right. keep looking at it thinking. Yeah, one day. I That's a good read, man. Read that. That's a good read. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. is one of those comics that you read and you just like, oh, you don't think about the reading. Yeah, you just yeah. boom, 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 nice boom, little boom. cast. I, I think it's a much bigger cast than the Rogue Trooper stuff as well. You yeah. get yeah. into more of a universe than the Rogue Trooper stuff. And obviously, mind. you know, I've always, you know, I've loved the enthusiasm that people have for the series and the characters and just the look of it and everything. So yes, okay, Strontium Dog yeah. is going to Speak, be speaking of um, speaking of two thousand AD. Dave Brown's got issue nine of Shaman Kane out. Um, hey, nice pre-order. Nice. I've, pre- I've pre-ordered nice. it today, so oh, that's a little that. 2008 AD adjacent. I think you'll enjoy that if you when, like One of the things I like about Shaman Dog is like like an arsenal of weapons, uh, like the special weapons he carries around. When you see him broken out in the comics, they're like oh, yeah, buzz nuts, time. Yeah. He's got a thing that you know, like a, a grenade that take you know that fucking time. That grenade is so overpowered. The one where they're like you're on a planet and he throws it and and it like they, they they're frozen in time for like. A couple of seconds, or whatever. But that time, the planets moved on in orbit and they disappear in space. Yeah. <laughs> They're like instant death. So like, that's a bit overpowered, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So yeah. that's my one. Okay, who's next? Cool. I've written that down. Strongly, dog. Go on, Dan. I'm gonna go. I, I was gonna. I sent on a list to you guys of the uh, like these top twenty-five comics, best graphic novels of all time. Yeah. And thought I'll go for one of them. But then I thought, hold on, we were talking about a comic that we've put off and never read. And I've only ever read the first trade of The Walking Dead. Okay. Oh. So you, you haven't read the Charlie Adler stuff then? I think I got to the, the when Spoilers. I might have read like one or two, the Charlie Adler stuff after the, the first chap jumped off. And I was like, I don't like, not mad on the art on this and came off of it. But I'm going to stick with it and then read, I don't know. Up to fifty or something. I would Ooh, say, okay. I, 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 I would say as whatever it's you know that it is in the zeitgeist. That's a great fucking. I that was one book I absolutely loved reading. Yeah, like month on month, it was an ongoing sort of. So, yeah, it was a drama. It was a soap opera. It was a drama with yeah. zombies and stuff. And you know, just put the. I read yeah, that in trade. It makes a it's good trade. It's, read it's as a well, great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's really good. And like I say, I was so into Tony Moore's art that when Adlard took over at first. My brain was like, oh, well, different. Yeah. Me no like. Um, yeah. But then after like two issues, I was like, oh no, this is what it should be. Yeah, it okay. does feel like it's Adlard's now to me. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And right, so I've got that, Dan. So yeah. Walking Dead up to number yeah. 50, Dan. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a big challenge, babes. Yeah. That's yeah. a big one. I think I have to keep, I'm not yeah. sure if I bought that on a humble bundle. So I might have okay. it oh, nice. sitting yeah, yeah. somewhere. Okay. okay. And me. I'm going to do... I haven't read a Star Wars comic since the 70s. Um, and I'm probably going to hate it because this the the inane bollocks I see online talking about <laughs> good or bad you, What are you going to go for? Yeah, what, what are you going to go for? Because are the dark, is the Dark Horse stuff... 
Is that still? I'm no, I'm Dark Empire or that kind of stuff. Sure, I'm. I was gonna go for the new Marvel stuff. Okay, maybe Vader down something like that. Um, so I was gonna do ten issues of the Marvel stuff. I think. I know in the High Republic one. That's the Dark Horse stuff, isn't it? There's one they did recently, the Marvel one, and they have like a a, a Bake Off. So that's a good one. They have a what? What a what? (laughs) A what? A Bake Off? Oh fuck off! (laughs) (laughs) I'm jazzing Tony up for this. Yes. Oh god! Do you remember when like it used to be like people who looked like they could have a fucking fight and things like that? Yeah. Now it's just yeah. That's about making cakes. The thing is, the thing about these you know these challenges where these are things that we haven't read or challenge. Yeah. 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 And Tony, you're always looking for the positive, so I look I look forward to this. Three quite major titles there this time you know, i read them out so by the first week in september vince okay. will have read um one of those phone books of strontium dog yep. vince uh dan will have read the first issue 50 issues of the walking dead yeah and i will have read 10 issues of a style recently published star wars comic yeah that is oh. um as i uh for our recording date well, oh, well, no, that will that will be Monday, the fourth of September. That episode's gonna come okay, out. So right. It'll be the third of September. Fuck we'll me, there's hundred and ninety-three issues of The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, get a fair it's, bit into the run. Yeah, it's pretty consistent. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, most of the way through. So, yeah, it was a real rare title that was. Good. Um, that's quite. That's quite a bunch. So you two have yeah. gone for it. They're large as well. Yeah. yeah. I've just yeah. done ten issues. You two are fucking. Yeah. So we go big or yeah. big. Well, you know, stay at home. Just, we just want to read some good comics and be entertained. So let's let's fucking bring it on. Yeah, you two, you two got some crackers to read there. Yeah, I'm not yeah. so certain about mine. Yeah. No, yeah. Our, well, uh, we'll, we'll see. No, but it'll be interesting. Like the way it plays out. Yeah. Yes, and but it's one of those holes I've got in my read. Uh, it's one of those holes I've got in my reading schedule. You know, is Star Wars, and it was either that or Transformers because I've never really read a Transformers. Maybe, maybe Tony, just to make it interesting. You yeah. know, obviously there's there's the Marvel stuff or you know what's doing now. Maybe maybe try one trade or something of the old Dark Horse stuff like just to see how, yeah. how that is again. I'm not sure whether that's available now. No, I know. Maybe That's eBay. the problem with it, isn't it? That's <laughs> Yeah, it might be mine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I might have to try and find it. Uh, yeah. I don't I, I guess it's not on the Comicsology app, is it? I'm not no, sure. I don't think. I don't think so. I don't know what happened to Dark. We'll 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 do our research. We'll do our yeah. We'll have a look into that. Yeah, I failed to do that, but yeah, Yeah. let's do that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll keep all the juicy details. We'll we'll talk about it ourselves on the WhatsApps, but you'll have to wait until September for that. Yeah, there you go. You got something. uh, It's something maybe we should talk about a bit here as well, is because we got Spawn Hub going on the Slack, which is is only a few of us. I didn't really. I I read a recent one. I didn't get involved in it. I know Nick Bryan, you guys. uh is kind of running it and he yeah the uh, um, i sort of floated the idea last week about like maybe we do a different thing you know the we group. do another yeah, one yeah. once you finish once you yeah. finish spawn hub and just you know try and get some people involved and there's a few ideas floating about but if you've got an idea for like it's almost like a reading club i suppose yes where we we you know we say right we're going to read the first five issues this month we're going to chat about it you know or something like that hmm. you know so and there's a few suggestions fables and you know a few things but I'll be interested to see what people would like to read and, you know, a good one to discuss. Yes. I think would be a good one. If it's got some yeah. sort of meat in it, as it were, to kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. To discuss. Yeah, so we'll we try that on the Slack as well. It's a good little environment to do that, I think, because we're always talking about how much we like stuff and good storylines and yeah. the art in this. And, yeah, and it's not been it's not been a hate fest, is it? It's borne up. It's no. been like 
They're no, people have been yeah. really sort of applying, especially Strotty. Strotty writes some good stuff on there. Yeah, Matt said, I think he I, said, I think said like, go for these issues. Like there's a certain range that once you get beyond, it gets it gets better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I said to him, like, I just because I was I was getting that. What's that? Fear of missing out. FOMO. FOMO. And so I read the most recent Spawn issue, and it was, it's got haunt in it as well. It fucking is all right. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, I read it on Comicsology, and it's only one pound ninety one. Oh, that's right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's where it should be. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking go. speaking of nice, do we have any shout outs this week, gents? Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, I do. <laughs> so, um, Lava Fist by Slack member Mike Aston is now on currently on. Hey, I bet this. Yeah, I bet this as well. It's 1994, and a 14-year-old lava god, Danny, um, battles a giant rock monster on his way to school. Looks fun. I know we um, we saw a little bit of the art, didn't we? Because he was sort of he was in the advice channel, wasn't he? Um, yeah. This Mike's talking great. about this stuff. I need to um, get on a pleasure. Nice little effect on that lava fist as well. That looks sort of nice and iconic, yeah. doesn't it? Um, the, uh, what's the next one? Oh, yeah, Pound Shop, Decade, 10 years of portrait illustration is now on Kickstarter from Ed Firth, a.k.a. The Furrealist on Twitter. He does some comics too now. Um, he's very, very, very kindly retweeted um, last week's Wolf episode, actually. Um, so I said I'd give him a shout out for it um, and speaking to him. You can also get his comic or his comic anthology, Horny and High. And it comes if you go to type TYP0, type0.bigcartel.com. And you can follow him on Twitter at The Furrealist. Yes. Uh, F U R R E A L I S T. Um, adults only, I believe, is the phrase we're going to use that. But if you listen to this and you're a child, please go to bed and ignore us. Um, so that counts. Uh, <laughs> Big thanks to everyone who turned up on the... We had a bit of a low-key drink and draw on Friday, a bit of a sort of mid-season one, but it's just to get us back in the, uh, the schedule in of doing one, one a month. Yeah, uh, Nice little quiet, funny one. It was a good laugh. Thanks to everyone who turned up on that. Um, one person there agreed with my feelings towards Jane McDonald. I'm not going to say who it was, Zach. Uh, thanks to Jan Charnley for the gift of the <laughs> Marvel Superheroes colouring book and poster, which he sent me, and also an amazing piece of art. Fucking, I, I was pouring through that. It's like a sticker album with a colouring book and a Mike Zek's uh, Marvel Secret Wars poster in it as well. It's fucking oh, that's great. that's brilliant. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I might stick it up on the website this week, actually. I was having a look at it the other day. Yeah, cracker. Um, they're my ones. There you go. Nice, damn. I've got a shout-out for a Kickstarter coming up for from uh, creator Sean Harrington, Lana's Big Hot Thick Casebook, thick with <laughs> two Cs. What a cover, man. Yeah. What a great it's, cover. It's really good. Yeah. So kind of the main character, Lana, is kind of, uh, she's uh, a spy and essentially kind of gets into shenanigans, ends up having sex with someone. Uh, it is very saucy. It is yeah, very, very saucy. Very saucy. Uh, and you can get rid of it. I was a bit sad because I, you know, when you follow something on Twitter, on Kickstarter, when it launches and uh, it shows you how many followers there were, there were 69 and I followed it and took it up to 70. So I did oh, apologize. Um, <laughs> I saw that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, go check that out. I mean, you can read it all online uh, for free. It'd be in a webcomic and see if it's your cup of tea or not. The dude, Sean Harrington's skin tones he gets on, uh, just the way he renders skin tones is fucking amazing. It's yeah. really so well good. So, so well done. So, so good at it. So yeah, go check that out. Lana's big hot thick casebook. Nice. <laughs> cool. Nice. Yeah, that's that's uh, me. I do not have any. Well, actually, Lawless Comic Con. Oh, oh yeah. fuck. Yeah, I've dropped the ball there. Come oh, on, Dan. Dan. Somebody <laughs> said to me the other day, somebody said to me, How much are they paying, Dan? Nothing. For that. Yeah, nothing. We just do it for love, yeah. don't we? 
Um, yeah, yeah lawlesscomiccon.co.uk. Uh, it's the double tree by Hilton Hotel in Bristol, twenty seventh and twenty eighth of yeah. May. Um, so in a few weeks, it's going to come around quick, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I just want to add to that: if you do want to pay me to mention something, <laughs> that, yeah, please do. I'm yeah. all open for that. Yeah, uh, DM, DMs are open, as they say. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have a load yeah. of shout-outs next yeah. week. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, he, yeah. he's got one of those sort of wind-up calculators yeah. with the the yeah. thing at the side of it, and yeah. he's like, ding, ding, ding. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, with the guests with a little coloured hat with Lawless looks great it's going to be a, a great weekend with guests I'm going to take a deep breath here you ready yeah yep. Dave Gibbons Mick McMahon John Wagner John Higgins <laughs> Glenn Fabry Andy Diggle Henry Flint Patrick Goddard David Roach Mike Collins Sally Jane Hurst Dan Cornwall Lou Stringer Karen Holloway Mike Dory Chris Weston Kev Crossley Laura Howell Rob Williams Anna Morozova Ben Wilshire Michael Carroll Warwick Fraser Coombs Eric Peterson Ian Edgington Disraeli and Fraser Irving are all going to be there Woo! Look at, look at Warwick rocking the fucking guest yeah. badge there good yeah. to see yeah, yeah. Um, there's also a Steve Dillon exhibition, so definitely. Nice, um, that's great. I've seen that, and it's a really yeah. great exhibition. Yeah, so, yeah, I went yeah. and saw that with Eamon and Conrad. Oh, big shout out to Conrad, actually. I think um, I think if anyone's on Facebook, I think he might be travelling back to the States soon. So big shout out to Conrad. I've, I've been to a number of conventions at Comic Marks, Conrad. He's a good guy. Nice. It's a shame, shame to lose him to Blighty, but I think he's going back home to the States. So big nice. shout out to him. Nice. And, and from the shouts to some comic recommendations tony you got two i believe correct yeah i have my first one is um uh new york ninja issue one super special <laughs> created by charles forsman um 10 out of 10 for the cover on this one i showed you earlier didn't i yeah. that's a nice eye-catching cover really nice sort of um sort of fairly flat colors but in keeping the fucking twin towers in the background but there you go the um the, do you know the history of this movie that it's based on do you, do you know do you know I what do, it is? I do not, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners do not as well. So please. Okay, so us. New York Ninja is a movie that kind of got a lot of press amongst the sort of grindhouse movie crowd um recently. And it's um it was a movie that was shot in nineteen eighty four but never got edited and released. The foot the footage is only recently in twenty twenty one been edited and um put a, um, and what they've done is they've had to record an extra audio track for it. It's available on Blu-ray through um vinegar syndrome on um no region you know multi-region kind of release um you can get it i think you can get it on most sites in the uk but the dialogue has been dubbed by some crackers so get get this don the dragon wilson um who did uh, most famous for blood fist one to six <laughs> and uh the uh, johnny cash bio um ring of fire one and two but i think it's johnny cash themed um cynthia rothrock does a voice in it yes uh, who we love we absolutely love cynthia rothrock um, yeah. Check out uh, Scott Atkins' YouTube channel for a great interview with her. Um, the star of many beam I know you'll know who this is, V. Uh, Linnea Quigley. Yeah, she's yeah. she's on the voice track. She's Silent Night, Deadly Night, Savage Streets. Man, how good is Savage Streets? Have you seen that? Isn't she in Return of the Living Dead? She's the girl yeah. that does the yeah, dance so on yeah. the strip thing on the. I've watched that a few times. Yeah, I think she does quite a few. <laughs> I think there's a sort of borderline, possibly soft porn kind of stuff. She does New yeah. to Limbo. Beverly Hills Girls, Sorority. Oh, she did Soror- Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bolarama movie as well, which I think is. What is that? I'm not sure we made that one, but that's quite a famous bad movie, isn't it? Um, so it never got edited, but Vinegar Syndrome were buying some other stuff. And this, they literally got this out of the dumpster. 
So they yeah, were buying, and this came as vinegar, part of the package. Yeah, vinegar syndrome do a lot of that. Like, well, yeah, I, I'm not sure if they're still going actually, but um, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think they are. But it's because um, they co-published this, and so it's co-published by them and Floating World. Oh wow! Interestingly enough, mm. yeah, because um, they they didn't have a script or anything for this, did they? Just had the footage and with I think no that's audio, right. and they had yeah. to basically piece together a story, which is really yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, they, which is kind of cool, isn't it? I, yeah. I haven't seen the whole movie, although I've got it on order. It's, take, it's taken a few weeks to get to me, but you can, to be fair, you can see most of it on YouTube. So I've watched okay. nearly all of it on there. It's as bad as you expected to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you imagine, so, like, you had a comic and you didn't have the any of the the, the words and you just had to letter it? Be all right, wouldn't it? Probably work yeah, out right. Interesting. Yeah, nice. Little, it's like a jigsaw, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Charles Forsman is the creator of um, previously in comics such as The End of the Fucking World, which became, I think that's a TV series, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Revenger, which we've talked on about on here, yeah. and Hobo Mum, and I'm Not Okay With This, which I think is another TV series of his. It's kind of the Hobo dying. Mum. Hobo Mum, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's published to this sort of co-production, which because it's got Floating World Comics and Vinegar Syndrome. Vinegar Syndrome is the top left, like a Marvel banner thing on it in a corner box. Um it wouldn't doesn't really matter if you haven't seen the movie it's typical forsman crazy um if you haven't experienced comics by him this is very like the revenger stuff um and he does it's it's kind of in the same city block you know the same sort of crowd of creators it's somebody like uh ben mara um if you've read his stuff we're, we're big fans ben mara did the variant cover for hercules too mm. uh, so we, we're friends with ben and um Tom Scioli as well, American Barbarian and stuff like that. Similar sort of aesthetic to those guys. Super violent, um, but quirky at the same time. Um, almost part of the sort of power comics genre, which I know we got, we, we was quite hot during lockdown, actually. In the afterward, Forsman talks about how, what a revelation the movie was to him. He must have been, at, he must have been stoned as fuck that weekend, Tina. Um, <laughs> but it's, it really does feel like a comic that also came out of the 80s. So he really keeps to the feel of it. Um, I'm going to say it's a cross twin. Do you remember the Marvel Super Specials you used to get? You know, they did a lot of the movie releases. They did like Dragon Slayer and a Star yeah. Trek movie and, yes. and all this sort of thing. It feels a little bit that. And it's actually a similar format to that. It's that sort of size. So it's not magazine size. Um, but crossed with that sort of Forsman indie power comics quirkiness, you know. Um there's um even there's a there's a great advert on the back page where you can buy nunchucks and throwing stars and a home video release of the movie so they've done like a fake video a fake advert for stuff on the back like we we did with them um, we did a bit of that with them um, hercules as well so it's just fun to do isn't it? i think we did some of that in did we do some of that in the anthology as well i think yeah, yeah. um same as the movie non sequitur scenes that seemingly mean fucking nothing to the the one before it you know lots of people being kidnapped by you know you know gangsters who turn up out of the blue and you know this sort of thing is it, some of it it was you know, if you watch the movie it's clearly filmed in a street where people didn't really know what's going on and so there's sort of people staring at them from the corners of the, you know <laughs> things like that um if it, it reminds me the comic in the same way as the movie reminds me of that sort of 80s exploitation italian stuff you know where they, something would be popular in america so the the italians would just jump on it and make yes. loads of crime movies or barbarian movies or loads of Mad apocalyptic. yeah exactly yeah 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 um, there's a this it's actually quite quite gross it's very violent the comic there's one point where a bloke's been sliced up and he's dying and he's laying on the floor and a, a rat crawls inside the open wound oh. um so yeah at a certain point sort of quite stomach churning um but you you're kind of forsman and you are in in the joke i think um 
yeah, it's that sort of sudden jump to violence and the relationships and the, the twists and turns don't always make a lot of sense as they do in these movies. And as I say done with this sort of minimal flat color, it, it, it's very clousy and in its sort of look and that sort of flat, flat look to it, you know, which, which we get a lot in a lot in that sort of fanographics floating world kind of crowd, you know, I really liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, it was 1099 in a world of like super overpriced comics. I kind of thought that was okay. ish. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and that's the, well, I bought it when we were in the shop. Do you remember Dan? And a lot of the, a lot of the, we, we played that normal thing, didn't we? We picked comics up the shelf in the small press area and went, how much do you reckon? And it was always much more than we'd guess. Oh yeah. Um, way more. Yeah. So it's good. I mean, it's, there's ninjas in it. There's crime. It's like street crime ninjas, you know, one, one, one fight is fighting some massive fat bloke. The next, it's another ninja, you know, is that sort of thing going on? Um, there's a kid with an, I love New York ninja t-shirt on. So it's kind of cool. I, love, I liked it. You can find uh, Charles Foreman at Charles Forsman, F-O-R-S-M-A-N, uh, on Instagram, or Vinegar Syndrome is Instagram, and at Floating underscore World on Instagram as well. Um, it seems to be quite a hot... I know it gets mentioned in a couple of lists. I know um, if you read Bubbles magazine, there's like a reader's favourite top tens, and it features in a couple of them this month. That's so probably seen as like a hot new thing at the moment, so go and look, go and look that up. New York Ninja... Um, issue one, I guess. Nice. Yeah. I've nice. yet to watch the film, so I'm going to have to try and get the film and read the comic. Yeah. Mate, I kind of regret buying the Blu-ray because it's quite expensive when I realised that I've probably watched half an hour of clips on uh, YouTube and okay. that's all you need. You know, yeah. uh, it'll give you the taste of it. You know. Damn, what's, okay. your, what's your recommend? Mine, I, I went back into The Ambassadors. I read issue two cool. and three, uh, which I kind of read issue one and I was like, yeah, okay. I was a bit unsure about it, but at the end when kind of like you get the villain reveal i was like yeah this is this is the stuff mm. and uh i i really didn't know where the series was or is going and i'm really enjoying it so far i read issue two uh obviously still written by mark millar and the artist is carl kershaw is that how you pronounce his yeah. name yeah and it focuses on uh so the the in the first issue the setup is there's the kind of the uh inventor creator is said this Korean lady said, right, well, I've got only have a half a dozen people I'm going to give superpowers to. And she's looking for sort of the best and the brightest of the world. And they're going to make up like a kind of an international peace force. Uh, so she starts cherry picking from around the world to bring into this program and train up. And the second and third issue focus on <clears throat> two stroke three new recruits into her kind of team. And it's, it's a stranger. It's six issues long series so i'm not sure does this series oh, right is it like a setup series then? yeah is it a setup yeah. series and like we've we're done gonna... three already haven't we yeah, yeah we're done three already so we're going to get all the team members in on board and then where are we going to go from there because there's a couple of big bads being set up uh and I i'm interested to see where it goes like i said I you said to you is this the setup for another story i don't know maybe yeah. It's interesting that every issue has got a different uh, artist on it, which is nice because you're seeing the stories from different angles. The so they happen in different places, don't they? Yes. Issue. It's not as if it's the same place, same characters. It's a different so an issue two, ambassador, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It focuses on the one from uh, India. Uh, the third one focuses on the characters from France. Uh, that one's driven by Travis Charest. Charest? Yeah. I can never pronounce this. But I think... The reason the series is taking so long to come out is because 
Travis took a hell of a long time to get his work done. And you think, oh, bloody comic artists. If you look at the pages, <laughs> you're like, wow, they're yeah. fucking impressive. Very impressive. Simon Russell pointed out something that once he said that, and I went back and looked at it, I was like, yeah, you're, he's right. There's a bit of a floatiness to the characters. Sometimes they don't feel like they're actually in the scene. The scenes are really well rendered. The characters are really well rendered, but sometimes they feel like two separate elements. Okay. Uh, especially he doesn't seem to draw, draw shadows on the floor from where people are standing and they, they're sort of like floating on a color. And it's this oh, very, right. very, it's a bit odd at times. And once I, maybe I shouldn't have said anything because once I saw it, I was like, I couldn't unsee it from all the different panels, but his work on that is very sort of European bond dessiné kind of style. Very, it looks like fucking years and years worth of work in that, that single comic. It's very impressive. We was having a discussion before the show and you preferred issue three over two. Whereas I yeah. quite I quite liked I preferred issue two over three. I kind of felt that two was being carried by the colour. Which is I not a bad that. thing. Yeah, you know, it's possible. Yeah. But I think I think the way it goes at the moment, it's one, three, two is my okay. sort of order of favourite art. But none of it is bad, man. It's all fucking no. class. Did you see the big flex from Miller this week on uh yeah. with a picture of Tony Soprano smoking a cigar and it's and it's just um Mark Miller had written I wonder who I'm. Who should I nick next off Marvel and DC? Yeah. And I'm like, you fucking gangster. How you doing? Brilliant. <laughs> love it. Fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like two is the more the more modern art yeah. you'd see in comics. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yep. But the the workmanship just for me outstrips so much that you do see in modern comics. The like from the the, the bigger boys, as it were, just the level of kind of artistic skill on display. Yeah. It's really like. Who yeah. would you like? Um, just uh, taking that in mind, let's take that one step further. Yeah. Who would your answer be for that? Which artist would you like to see uh, uh, like in an original Mark Miller book? Larson. Really? That's an yeah. interesting one. Yeah, he can do the. He can do a big fucking fight scene, can he? Yeah. I'd love yeah, to like... see him go back to. I, I know his style's kind of changed and got a bit faster. But when he was punching out stuff in uh, Spider-Man and the start of the Savage Dragon, where he was, I think, just spending a lot more time on his work. Mm. It's like, fucking hell. I'm not knocking what he's doing now. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I understand yeah. you've got, got to change as you, as you, yeah. Who would you, you pick now? I couldn't fucking say, man. I don't know. He's, I, I reckon Miller's looking at European people. I'll yes, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, a, I, Mar- a Marini book would be to die for, but I, I, t- I yeah. tell you what, I, he Humber- ain't cheap. Yeah. Humberto yeah. Ramos. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, he's got to have yeah. asked him. He's got to have approached yeah. him. I've got. There's got to have been something. Like, yeah. Because he's amazing anyway. But like, I remember the the way back his book Crimson, the the cliffhanger yeah. one back in the day. The detail in that mm. is astonishing. To to like really just let him loose. Just on done the Strange Academy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's always got- he's just safe hands, isn't he? Just, mm. just I've got to state the obvious uh, about Miller. Uh, like he seems to, have, he fucking sees the way things are going. He's looking mm. down the road. He's seeing the way things are going. Mm. When he was on our pod, and I've heard him on others, he's kind of like clocked, and he's asking, he's doing the fucking work, going to the the readers and the people who read it and the people who talk about yeah. it. Yeah, well, he, he asks what us do you like? It, yeah, what yeah. Do you, where do you see it going? What works? What doesn't? And trying to put in the groundwork to kind of rather than try and dictate the conversation, follow it, and then move it as as you need to do you know what i mean not just saying yeah. this is how he's, it's going to be he's also someone who's living a life large yes and so i trust his writing more yeah 
You know, he's not just like rabbiting on on social media with his little pals. He's totally grown as a writer as well. I think so, man. I was talking to you about totally. it. You know, there's there's one moment in issue three. Or there's a couple of moments in issue three. I won't ruin the twist in it. Um, but there's there's a moment in it where they basically you see the people are going to be the ambassadors beforehand, mm. and then you see them afterwards. And it's that movement on of the story, that change from them being pre to them being superheroes, is done by the main character looking at the reader yeah and and i thought that's fucking nicely done hmm. he knows what he's doing there there's a nice little twist and then he twists that again when you realize why yeah and i think that was really well done i think that shows some like top level adult writing hmm. not adult adult but you know yeah sure yeah complicated thought out writing that i really liked in this yeah because there's stuff in the past i've mentioned before it used to be like there's a lot of shock value in it and after time, I was just like, oh, man, I'm not really feeling this. Like, I don't really want to have fucking rape in comics, like the superhero story. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of, uh, but then he's kind of found how to do shock and tell it the is right it, way. It's an interesting one because I, I heard Vince B mention this on EOC and he said Miller's rebooted his own character with Nemesis. Yes. Yeah. Which is totally. interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's just he just kind of like there was the the idea of it and it's like right I'm gonna redo it the way I, I can do it better now and redone it yeah and it's, it is a soft reboot yeah yeah but, but it's good so, yeah, yeah it's all working I mean mm. I hope he keeps going because there's some crackers coming out of him yeah. what oh, is that totally. four books four books a month moment something like that yeah, yeah. and like all on time the, the the prices are very kind of competitive yeah. Uh, all make nice trades, all will, I'm sure, be in front of Netflix eyes. Yeah. You know. Fucking I want the fucking King of Spies TV series. It lives on as a comic and it's fantastic, but I, I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's but one I, big person he needs to get on that in there. What you've said. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, before me? um before the final one, uh my last one's a quick one because there's gonna be absolutely no spoilers. I finished off uh plush this week. Um, the oh nice! Mine's waiting for me. Some Doug Wagner and Dan, and Dan Hilliard and uh, and more. Uh, Murderers Row, quite literally, of creators and uh, there's wonderful variant covers as well. This is uh, issue six and it's a series finale. And uh, rednecks versus cannibalistic serial killing furries. There you go. Guns and machetes versus fursuits and can-do attitude. Um, and a new character is introduced. So they go. I'm guessing they go sort of full assault on Precinct 13, do they, in the last bit? Um, it's less assault. Well, in some ways, but... It, uh, like a reverse almost, is it? Yeah, kind of. And okay. It's, right. but okay. It, it just fucking... Go- I mean, this the last issue is... It's a five-minute read. Do you know what I mean? You just baptic blast through it, and it's just right. action, action, action all the way through. When I say action, if you don't like a bit of the red stuff, probably not for you. Um, because there are bisections, decapitations, there's literally people, like, guts, blood, everything spills. There is a splash page, um, which is glorious, where you see someone's (laughs) innards literally spilling out of them due to something. Um, I'm not going to tell the lead into it, but it's just wonderful. Um... Furry costumes being used like weapons, as well uh, as well as snappy dialogue. The it's almost you're. It's definitely sort of pitched in that you're behind the serial killer. You know the cannibals. You're on their side in the furry suits. No explanation needed. 
the the sheriff's department and stuff they're, they're just pieces of shit which it, the series has been fairly consistent with that throughout hasn't it it's mm, like, yeah they've been horrible and now it's just like the exclamation mark on the sort of one and done night of absolute uber violence as a lot of uh people get dispatched in lots of different kind of ways um yeah so this one's a, a quick read it's going to make for it's a, a nice nice collection uh a brilliant sort of end to the sort of the trilogy that we've had so far, and I know there's going to be more to come, as, as Doug said when he was on the show. There's an interesting final page as well, because a lot of it throughout the series has been um, about the main character Devon, um, and he's he's had this sort of wedding, ring, this engagement ring with him throughout the whole series. Oh yeah, yeah, series. yeah. And that plays a very interesting, thought-provoking kind of moment on the last page. So. That's all I'm gonna say. But I, I thought I just I got so much enjoyment out of this. It was just one of those. Let's just fucking go. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, so thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, Plush was a great, great miniseries. I know I've recommended it about four or five times. But that's because I've got to finish it off. Every, yeah. every time I read it, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with that. Loving it. Yeah, loving it. And also, Hillyard's just an absolute beast. <laughs> he's got to keep him on for the next one. That yeah. must be in the works, must it? Yeah, yeah I think I think so. Because this, this is their universe they're creating, isn't it? So it's you know so much so that when when he was on and talking about characters from the other the first two series actually being in the background of yeah, they like the these little cameos, isn't they? Like Hitchcock things. Mind. Um, yeah, so a great series. Um, it's not all ages. Neither are we. No, exactly. Which is why I'm recommending it. Okay, Tony, what have we got last? Um, last one is the Santos Sisters, issue three, five pounds. Uh, I got it out of gosh when me and, me and Dan were in there the other day. Created by Greg and Fake, Graham Smith, Dave Landsberger, and Mark Kopranoff. Um, I know I know the creators of this a little bit. We sort of were opposite them. It's um, heroes, nice guys, good guys. Um, 32 pages, all in newsprint, lovely, full colour. Um, looks like an old, um, old Bronze Age comic, but it's fun, absolutely fun. All happens in the town of Las Brisas. And you get the cast that we've met in the previous issues. I know. I think I recommended issue one on here. Um, this time you get a female villain. I think she's called Eight Ball, um, who crashes a diner. Where there's a little, ca- there's a little cast of characters in this. Very, um, uh, very sort of traditional American storyline, you know. Um, and there's a character called Dirk, who kind of he kind of looks like he plays on the football team at college, kind of that sort of character, you know. And um, and she she says, You've got balls, Dirk, this villain says. Um, Dirk's a bit of a bell end, to be fair. And um she says to him, um, he said, What 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 are you doing here? You know, why are you trying to kill everyone and why have you crashed this diner and stuff? And she says, Well, you're the one who told me you love me. And he says, and this sorry, this is Todd. And Todd says, Uh, I specifically said I loved your outfit. I barely know you. Yeah, so I got there's little touches like that. I kind of she's he's He's been stalked a bit like by this supervillain. That's kind of the idea of it. It's basically Archie with adult some adult themes and superheroes, basically, are the two the two Santa sisters. Um so it looks like it's Todd who's caused the trouble and the Santos sisters turn up, but they're as well as fighting eight ball, they're all also a little bit fixated on whether eight ball and Todd did it. You know, that's what they want to know. Um <laughs> Um, and Dirk says, well, that would be understandable because she's bonkers, but totally hot as well. So you get this like archy thing, but they throw in a little bit of adult humor, which is fun. Um, and that's 
the first of three stories. There's three Santos sisters in their stories. A little short stories. Have you guys ever read an Archie comic? No, I don't think I ever have. Not, yes, not not for years. I can't remember the last time. I... We don't really get them here, do we? I mean, if you're in America, you, they sell them at the at the checkout and supermarkets and stuff, but we're certainly used to. But over here, we didn't really see it. It's, you know, it's only sort of... I got a load... Of, my mate, is, is he lived on the American Air Base when I was at boarding school, so we used to see them there. But you never used to see them anywhere else, you know. But they've got this real specific... There's a TV series in there that's a bit like Twin Peaks mm. for twelve year olds or something. It's a, bit, it's a bit like that. So it's kind of hot the hotness at the moment. So you get about three stories that feature the Santos sisters. There's a pin up. You get a two page story about Boozy B, who's this other character they do. Um and it's just it's just a load of fun. It's quite funny. Um gives you a little bit of a nod and a wink to what's going on. Um there's a lot of adverts in there from the small press community. So we Full disclosure, we've reached out to them about putting an advert in there for us, but they, they have a classified page, and it's it's got people that we've mentioned on here many times, like the Gutter Boys have got an advert on there, Floating World Comics, we just mentioned, have got an advert on there, Bubbles have got a lot of advert on there, the Thick Line Podcast has got an advert on there, Sludgy Comics, remember I viewed Sludgy if, mm. about a year ago now? Um, yeah, so go and get it. It's, it's available in, gosh, I was speaking to the guys on Monday, I think, and they were saying that, no, it wasn't, yeah, Tuesday last week, and they were saying that issue four is at the printers. I think you can get it through Diamond. I think they're on Diamond now as well. But it's on the if you're anywhere near London, it's on the small press shop a shelf in Gosh. Um, you'll get it in most American comic shops, I'm guessing. So the Santos is it's quite a cool little comic at the moment. If you listen to the Gutter Boys, they are always going on about it, and also they have their an advert on there for it as well. So they're good guys, and they're quite funny, and they're very friendly, and they're good guys. So look to get on that. The Santos Sisters issue three. Look out for issue four anytime now. Okay. Awesome. And certainly there's been an awful lot of comics we've talked about this week. And we hope you have enjoyed this week's episode and everything that we discussed. Keep the conversation going. Several different ways you can do it. You can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Follow us on social media at the awesome pod. We'll be shouting out about future shows, retweeting just some comics positive content. That's what we're all about. It's just positivity yep. and yeah. I mean we we Even like, we like a moan. Yeah, we like we like a moan, but at the same time, we also like to um, be proven wrong and enjoy comics. Uh, <laughs> um, you can join the <laughs> which we do. Which do you know we what? Do. Yeah. We we read a lot of comics and we enjoy them, and there's a lot of people out there who do yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, keep making a brilliant comics so we can read them. And if you are one of these creators or readers or whoever you are, you should join the Awesome Comics Podcast Slack group. There's different channels with art talk, crowdfunding talk, talk, continue the conversation about this week's show, all kinds of stuff, just general chat as well. And it's it's a wonderful community of positive people. An just, underused meme channel. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love the meme channel. Yeah, of course you do, Dan. Cool. You, you don't know, realise how much I have to uh, stop myself from posting in that all the yeah, time. I've, I've held back on a couple on there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like dear. the one that I put up today, which is a picture of a little puppy dog. And it said, this is a wiener retriever. <laughs> just like your mum. <laughs> That's a good God. one. God. Pete yeah. Watson put one. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a Willie Stroker. Cause I'm, 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 work, <laughs> I'm working with grown ups every week. Whether it's <laughs> well, on, work. The, on the website. Yeah. It's certainly not this show. But thank you for listening. Whether it's on the website, awesomecomics.podbean.com, 
If you listen to us on Apple, please subscribe, leave a review, leave some nice kind words, pay it forward. And uh, if you listen to us on any of the other networks like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what other networks are we on, Tony? We're on the Pod Network. That looks like someone has taken a running kick at a pork pie. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm speechless. So it's time. It was the other one was going to be Pod having a wrestle with my mini Kojak. Oh my! <laughs> well, stay tuned for my fucked up joke. That's still to come after the credits. <laughs> god. Um, yeah, let's get to these credits. Where can people find us online, etc.? Tony, never on anything dot com, which I've started updating again. So get on that. There's a sort of weekly mailer thing going out on there. Nice, Dan. You can find me on Twitter at Vanguard Comic and you can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com. And you can find me on social media at Jester Diablo. Thank you very much for listening to this week's show. We hope you we entertained, got you thinking, um, probably disagreeing with us on many things or, or saying yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. But that's what it's all about. I don't keep know the, what I said. Keep the Yeah, I, I literally can't remember anything I've ever said as soon as we stop record um but join us next week for more comics based fun and shenanigans and wherever you are in the world we hope you're happy healthy doing okay physically mentally tony you can say the third one if you want sexually (laughs) and (laughs) as always what should they do guys stay Stay awesome awesome. see you next week see you later